recording. Intro music. That's not it. What? He's no good to me, Dad. Intro music. Intro music. Bounty hunting is a complicated profession. Bounty hunting, huh? Bounty hunting. Is it, it complicated? If only bounty sure? hunting was the only thing that was complicated. Oh boy, we're having we're having some issues here at Bantam Milk headquarters today, ladies and gentlemen. So Downloaded. we're going to preface this entire conversation we're about to have with the fact that we are having some audio issues. So we're going to hope this 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 uploads all right. Uh, Rob, how's it looking over there? Are we at least getting sound? You think we're getting sound? Great. I mean, uh, we're getting that much. But oh, that's what we like to hear. Podcasting apparently is even harder than um, killing, bounty killing hunting. people and getting money for it. Yes, <laughs> apparently. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? You might be thinking to yourself right now, ooh, who was that? What There's was an that? extra voice. What was that delightful and, and dulcet tone I just heard? Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have with us here today a very close friend of ours. And if you're watching on Facebook Live, well, not Facebook, it's YouTube. I keep messing that up. We're on YouTube Live right now. <laughs> so if you want, if you want, come to our YouTube channel, because apparently that exists, uh, and check out the actual video recording. But we have our good friend Chris here, a movie star, you might call him. Uh, I wouldn't. But some people might call him a movie star. My wife would not. Uh, no, that's okay though. Why I would call we, her a movie well, star. Well, if you're going to throw that out there, I I just met this fine gentleman right now. Well, I know Chris, nothing about his movie star. Chris Chris is a, an actor extraordinaire, really. Okay. And he has brought in a drink for us, and I've decided that while he makes that drink, he is going to tell us all about his acting career because like Chris it. has a large presence here in the South Jersey community. Uh, as our video zooms in on me again, again, if you want to come and watch the live stream. For whatever reason, our video setup, this video camera keeps looking at us. Uh, but there is a video setup. But how you doing, Chris? I'm doing great. I'm really glad to have you. Thanks here. for having me. Sorry here. that you came on the episode where, you know, at the end of this, we may or may not have a, have an episode done. And yeah. you know what? Then it's it's just uh, not going to be part of uh, the the whole storyline of, of your show. It's going it, to be lost and, and erased. And then, you know what? In 40 years, this, they're going to find the like the lost hidden the lost, track. Yes. And it's going to be worth millions. And they're going to be like, ah, oh, Chris Huck was on that. Yep. Oh my goodness. And I'm going to go to the Rob camera right now. We all Hello. see Rob. How you doing, Rob? Hi. And we have a Nick camera so, too. So What's this that? is, so <laughs> Nick wanted to go uh, do some video live stuff as well. So I got, uh, I got that working on another, we have two laptops down here. Yeah. Now. We're, we're getting very, very high tech. Not only do we have two laptops, but we have a green screen. We have a green screen. We have two laptops. Right? We've got video cameras it's amazing but chris is going to go ahead and make us a exciting drink what's it called chris? i'm i'm doing a, a dark and stormy and uh we're gonna use the dark and stormy on camino it's a pretty dark and stormy place from yeah we're gonna we're gonna uh take it back to that uh that world where the the clones are from uh knowing that it's a world of endless oceans and storms and and i figured this would be apropos uh chris is a big fan of oceans all right. A oceans. big part of his job has to do with oceans. Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, aside from his acting career, uh, while he's making this, uh, Chris, why don't you tell us about about the company that that you and your wife uh, have? Well, I, I keep company with some pretty shady individuals like uh, you. Yeah, um, well, that's true. <laughs> but other than that, uh, my my wife and I also run uh, a theater company uh, in South Jersey, uh, really the Southern Ocean County area, called Bellarine Theater Company. We're going into our tenth season, which is a crazy thing. Good him, camera, not me. Tenth, tenth <laughs> season. Uh, we do a couple different shows every year: special events, uh, improv, comedy, uh, cabarets, murder mysteries, uh, and yeah. And you just announced your new season for the summer, yeah, or in this coming year, right? Yeah, this you've coming got some, year, 
some exciting stuff happening. Catch Me If You Can, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. I'm Catch excited Me If about. You Can, Little Mermaid. Uh, we've got uh, a junior show that'll be in the in the fall. We're doing Alice in Wonderland and then a, a bunch of different special events. I, in fact, we're doing a, a cabaret next weekend, a, a Broadway cabaret for wow. anybody in, in Southern Ocean County that uh, is realizing, oh, crap, I didn't plan anything for Valentine's Day. Oh, we, is it on Valentine's it's, Day? It's, I don't know. What day is I think Valentine's that's Friday. Day? Oh, thank God. I don't even know. <laughs> it is Friday. Thanks for checking with me. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, if you missed out, then you can say on, on Friday, don't worry. I have something planned for Sunday. It's a brunch and Broadway themed uh, event. And where is that? That's going to be uh, brunch would be at the Old Causeway. The Old Causeway in Manahawk in New Jersey. Manahawk in New Jersey. Land of good corn. That's what they call it. That's what they call it. Which is weird. <laughs> they being the Lene Lenape. That's right. Yes. We're, <laughs> stay tuned for our bilingual episode <laughs> in Lene Lenape, where I know how to say mili kapi, which means give me some coffee. See, this is why we bring Chris around for these sorts of things, because he knows a lot of stuff, He's right? He also knows some Star Wars stuff, too, which is a very exciting thing. Yeah. If you're in the South Jersey area, which I'd imagine several of our listeners are, uh, you know, next week, go ahead on Valentine's Day. Check him out. Old Causeway in the morning. And where's the cabaret? Uh, cabarets at the Stafford Township Arts Center. Stafford Township Arts Center, or the Stack, as it is locally named. They do call it that. Right? Um, but I'm really intrigued by this drink, because Chris is not a huge drinking guy, right? He, he drinks, whenever I hang out with Chris, he's usually drinking a cider, or like, uh, you know, he likes some wine. A glass of wine every now and then. Yeah, but he doesn't usually drink, you know, uh, cocktails all that often. So I'm really intrigued by this. This We've got, what's in it? What do we got? Uh, we've got some uh, spiced rum. All right. Nice, nice dark rum. We've got ginger beer, and we've got uh, some some nice uh, lime juice. All right, so nice pretty, and simple. Pretty simple. I dig it. Uh, you know, there's there's nothing all that fancy about a clone. That's so, I mean, well, so, it depends on which clone we're talking about. Of course, there are. Some, you know, some Boba was a clone ones. that did not have his development upgraded, so he grew like a human. This is true. That's true. But, exact, but no one cares about Boba anymore. Why? Nice, nice and slow. Why right. does no one care about Bo- like uh, Boba oh, Fett there anymore? You there you go. Because. We all like Kyle the Mandalorian. Kyle yes. the Mandalorian. Kyle the Mandalorian is, so is all the rave. That's right. Hey, let's give this a try, gentlemen. This is a very Cheers. nice color. Very good. Excellent. Okay, Thank here we you. go. Oh, all right. the way around there. there. We'll try this. All right. Here we go. Ooh. That's up That's up Nick's alley. He likes spicy stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that's nice. I that's like that good. quite a bit. That it's is a, nice. It's a good sipping drink. Yes. Yeah. No, this for is me, like, for, for this me, time I of year especially. Yes. I need to sip it. See, because it's kind of sweet. I guess that's the the lime juice, but I've never been juice, like yeah. spiced rum has been hard for me sometimes. Like it's really hit or miss. This is hitting. This is hitting. I like this. Yeah, I think the balance of the uh, ginger beer really does something. Well, Chris, you yes. were saying that you and Jess tried several of these yesterday. We right? did. My my <laughs> lovely wife Jessica is uh, much better at all culinary things than I am. And uh, when I mentioned that I was going to be coming on board today uh, on Bantha Milk Podcast. Bantha Milk. Coming at you live. Follow catch, us on all us of our numerous uh, social media locations. <laughs> That's there right. You go. Like where? Where can we find Bantha Milk Podcast? What Instagram? Instagram. Can we find us on Instagram? We can. We sure can at Bantha Milk Podcast on Instagram. Twitter? Twitter. We oh, boy. Can Twitter. we? Do you know where our Twitter is? I do. I, what is I, it? I, I, oh, you can't put me on the spot like oh, that. Oh, yes, I can. It's, <laughs> it's favorite. It's, it's at on Bantha Milk. Twitter. We are at, at Bantha, Bantha Milk. Milk. That's right. Just Bantha Milk on Twitter for whatever reason. Chris has sent us a couple messages. We do have a couple people who regularly chat with us on Twitter, and we always appreciate that. And on Instagram. We're on Facebook as well. We have an email, BanthaMilkPodcast at gmail.com. I always like to get that out like there. That. In case you're, you know, 3 a.m., you can't get to sleep. You're just thinking to yourself, I have this Star Wars question. 
that needs answering. Instead of asking Google, I'm going to ask the guys at Bantham Milk Podcast. Yes, please so do in, that. So in a week when they actually right. record, hopefully why, the recording will go up. Why do answer. it on Google when you could get the the results instantaneously? Ask us and you'll get it a couple weeks from now. Yeah, yeah. Makes much more sense. I mean, life moves too fast. That's in, right. I Indeed. feel like Indeed. in our Star Wars world, right? Um, so what do we think? We got to put this oh, on our rating oh, yes, scale we need here. To rate it. Uh, I, I really like it. I don't know if it made Yoda. I don't I, think I'm it made say, Yoda. I don't no. know that it made Yoda. I would definitely put it at a Leia. I think a solid Leia. There's definitely a good Leia. In For here, those yes. of you who might not know about our rating system, it changes. Uh, you will not know about our rating system. <laughs> it's different every time, but it, we've generally accepted the fact that Yoda is the best type of drink. You want to shoot for a Yoda. Under that, we've got Leia. Leia is a, a this very is definitely good a, this drink. is definitely a Leia. This I've just definitely, had a couple more sips of it. Yeah, and the more you drink of it, the, yeah, the, the better it the tastes. The higher right? Leia it gets, very mm -hmm. much so. I think by the end of the show, this will definitely be Slave Girl Leia. Yeah, um, Slave Girl Leia is one of our. Yes, yeah, I'll take that. Chris, right Chris now, right now, it's just like normal first time you meet leia leia yeah buns, like buns, buns in her hair yeah you know yeah like, i mean she was still pretty cool she had the she i mean there was a uh, a mathematical study done before all the new movies came out of okay. who had the best shot like who had the best accuracy based on shots fired on screen and how often they connected okay and leia was ranked consistently number one. Oh, yeah she didn't shoot very often no but every time she shot on screen pretty much it hit you it know hit. What? and if you go back to some of the recent uh Star Wars games like Battlefront 2, mm -hmm. her character, which it's, she actually had really good accuracy. Yeah. Yes. Like she didn't have really, really great um power behind her shots. Like like Han had the the, the strongest gun. Right. But when you were playing with her, it was kind of like a, a easy way to go ahead and get lots of lots of hits. All right. See, I Chris Chris was big on the uh, Star Wars Battlefront one and two. Yeah. Maybe not two as much as one, but you played one an awful lot. Yeah, but and you know, I'm gonna try to go back to two because they've actually released a lot more content uh, recently with the uh with the new movie coming Bill out. and Kelly just started playing that. Yeah. So yeah, if you wanna if you want to get on that, we've got some people. There we Trey, go. you listening? Probably not. Trey's not a Star Wars fan. Anyway, you have a PlayStation <laughs> ROM? I do. All right. Well I Star do. Wars Battlefront two, you gotta get on it, man. Yes. And anyone else out there, it's actually a pretty good game. It started off kind of rough. Started yeah, off kind of rough, it but did. it was pretty good. I'm, I'm saying solid Leia here. Yeah, absolutely. I'll this is definitely. a great drink, Chris. Thank you for yes, bringing thank the you very much. dark and stormy on Camino over Camino. On or over? Great. Well, you know <laughs> we, we label we label our uh, our episodes based on the drink. So now you will forever be ensconced in our history. Yes, with this drink, this with excellent. this dark and, and stormy. Chris is one of our power uh, listeners. I'm very excited about having him on. We do have, we did have a couple of uh, things that happened. We had some people ask some questions. I put out on Instagram just a call for questions. At least two of you two. asked questions, and one's really probably like. sitting here right he's now. Not, he's not. He's <laughs> not. He probably thought oh, I'm going to be on. I'm going to be on. Why? On. Why? Ask I already question. know, right? So I did have somebody ask me a couple questions. So. Let's talk about some stuff in the Star Wars universe that some of our listeners have questions about. One of the questions I got was, how do you think that Luke's lightsaber was recovered from Cloud City? We know that Maz got it. We really thought, because in, in uh, The Force Awakens, right, we thought that's, that's an, a great story for another time, right? right. Ooh, when is that other time? You think it's going to be the next movie? Maybe episode eight. Maybe. No. No. What no. about episode nine? No. Okay. Yeah, it's a real bummer. <laughs> so what do you think? What do you think? How did it happen? How do we think that lightsaber managed to get all the way from Cloud City? Because I've I've done a little research. Okay. And I have my thoughts. Okay. But I wonder if you think well, have any thoughts. When Ray like, refresh my memory because it's been a while for me. Sure. But when Ray was given or found the lightsaber. Right. Who's she it was in the basement of the, the cantina. Right. That, Maz Kanata. Maz, mm -hmm. yeah, Maz's Maz cantina, yeah. So what you're saying is, how did it get from Cloud City to then Maz get yeah. it? So mm -hmm. Maz knew it was there, correct? She did, absolutely. She knew it was there. Yeah. 
And so, she, she she knew exactly what it was. It wasn't like it was some sort right. of mystery to her. So could Maz herself? Sim- the simplest answer is Maz was that awesome that she found it, found it, happened and upon then, it, and then kept it. That's possible. How valuable it, was. it seems like they were hinting strongly at Maz being force sensitive. Yeah. Okay. Yes. She's force sensitive, but isn't a force uh, user. A force user. Right. She yeah. definitely spoke about the force in a way that was like, "Hey, I know a thing. Or I two. know about a yeah. thing or two. Right. Because and she's been around for like a thousand years. They said, right. I'm going to yeah. take my jacket off. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's really interesting this whole concept of force user versus uh, someone that's force sensitive because we saw in the last movie uh, that there may be more people that are force sensitive that maybe might be able to become force users right. in the future. When yeah. we're talking about, I mean, even Leia. Yeah. We well, Leia like, definitely was, and they they talked about the fact that she chose not to finish her right, her yeah. training. Her training. But we saw Broom Boy. We know Broom Boy is somewhere right. out there. Somewhere he's, he's a user. A, he's a user. Yeah. But we know Finn feels the force. He's right? sensitive. So I guess the question is: those force sensitive people could they become force, force users? Force users. You would think if Maz Kanata was force sensitive for a thousand years, maybe she might have maybe popped over to the Jedi, dabbled in it a little bit. Hey, and- or the, although there is like. So there's stories about so Obi-Wan, like if you look into Obi-Wan's backstory, he almost didn't make it right. Like one of the greatest Jedi of all time in his like uh, young when he was a youngling. The uh-huh. whole thing with being picked by a master as a Padawan is you have to go through these trials and stuff. And he almost didn't make it. They almost sent him back to work like they have these these Jedi workforces that are like people who didn't quite make the cut to be a Jedi. Mm-hmm. And they were sent to do other things for the Jedi. So maybe Maz tried to be a Jedi and she was just sensitive and they said, nah, but you want to help us here? And she's like, no, nah, I'm going to go open a bar. So if you, if you <laughs> go ahead, open a bar, well, yeah, on yeah. some random planet yeah. far, far away. So it, do you think there's, there's situations where the, uh, the younglings come in and they, they just don't make the cut after like year two. And then they're like, well, you can, you can sweep up. Join Broom Boy over there. <laughs> join you know, Broom join Boy. Broom Boy. Maybe, that's what Maybe Boy Broom Boy didn't make the cut. That's right. They sent like, him away. They he's like, look, back. I can still do this. I don't yeah. like all of you people. They're like, that would be good for sweeping up uh, Space Force poop. <laughs> do we have the job for you? <laughs> you can oh, sweep it up from three feet away. Go ahead. Start sweeping over there. So I watch a YouTube channel called uh, Star Wars Explained. If you are into Star Wars, you should watch them. They're a great YouTube channel. Uh, it's uh, a guy and his wife, and they're very knowledgeable. Uh, and they do a lot of explain things. And they have they have done some research on this as well. And it looks like so in the book Empire's End, um, they they talk about Lando after the Empire fell, him and Lobot, Lobot, you know, our our bald boy with mm-hmm. the uh, the stuff on his head, okay, came back to Cloud City to like sweep the Imperials out. Okay. And take control again. Um so <laughs> we know he went back, mm-hmm. right? We know Lando went back. There's the possibility that when he went back to clean house, he found it. Oh, that's there's a good also theory. I don't know how much how much you've done snooping in Disney Plus. Have you looked through the Star Wars section in Disney Plus? Yeah. Do you, have you seen all the Lego shorts? Yes. There's I like five or six. Them, di- I haven't watched them either, but there's like five or six different Lego shorts that are like Star Wars Lego, like silly fun time. Right. Where Lando meets Maz. Huh. Oh. Right. So there's the possibility if if we were to suppose that these Lego Star Wars shorts are canon. Are canon, right. Then we know that Maz and Lando have a, a familial relationship. At least when they are uh, you know, five body part right. creatures. <laughs> right. Yeah. Which, made you out know, of plastic. If I, I think that's <laughs> in, in the Star Wars multiverse. That's right. right. I think that's enough enough body parts to tell the story. Yes. Yeah. Right. Um, so there's the possibility that that's the way it got there. Of course, there's always the possibility that it was our boy Quill. 
right? Who's to, who's to tell us that Quill, when he was in slavery, wasn't working on Cloud City? There were yeah, all I've, those Ugnaughts. And I'm, I've been with you when uh, you expressed your displeasure about Quill. I'm so sad. <laughs> but I mean, one of the things, and maybe we'll come back to this later on when we talk about oh, Star Wars tropes okay. about like I who is actually, you know, are you actually ever dead right. in Star Wars, or are you going to come back some way, some, some well, shape? Darth Maul not dead. Nope, another um, thing we'll talk about today. Qui Gon sure. dead. Qui Gon deadish. Deadish. <laughs> yeah. Most as with most most Jedi, I guess yep. deadish. Yep. Yeah. Emperor dead. Dead now. Uh, well, dead. is he though? Deadish now. I mean, he, we saw now. his body disintegrate this time. <laughs> yeah. Last time we didn't last see time, a body. Yes. La well, last time it was just like uh, Moss or Gideon. Moff Gideon. Moff that's Gideon, right. where you know you saw crash, but there was no flame, so obviously he must have been dead, but right. he wasn't. So the first time he just fell, plummeted to we assumed his death. We were such fools. He just used the force and stopped himself inches before the ground. And then went into. And then apparently, he apparently when the Death Star itself exploded, maybe he used some sort of force bubble. Yep. Right. We all we don't know. There's plenty of questions well, out so, there right now. So my son, I, I've talked about this uh, in previous episodes about how he's not a fan of episodes four, five, and six because the graphics weren't. Uh, he's, he's millennials. Am he's, I right? He's, he's not even a millennial. Gosh. Whatever the latest generation is. Yeah, I he's think he's too young to be a millennial. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's he's uh, he's too young for a millennial. So, it would, and he's too young to appreciate the story the way we appreciate the story. So to him, the lightsaber battles were lame. That, right? These are so dumb. Like he really liked Episode One because Darth Maul's lightsaber battles were amazing. Right. So to him, this is so much better. But to us, we're like the story is so bad. Like <laughs> to be fair, the the duel of the fates was one of the best lightsaber battles oh, 100%. in Star Wars. Yes. You, there's a lot in that movie that I have a hard time with, but that lightsaber battle is not excellent. One of them. That is an yes. excellent. And the mu the music, uh, and it made me. I, I'm not a huge fan of the, and that's again. We're going to talk a little bit today about Star Wars tropes, and that's from my buddy yes. Louie out in uh, Nebraska. He, Nebraska. he had suggested that we appreciate that. Another super fan. Uh, but one other one of those Star Wars tropes is coming back from the dead because that seems yeah. to be just something that happens. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of that trope, uh, and we'll talk a little bit more about then. But yeah, I, I think I'm going to go ahead and say it wasn't Quill who, who yeah. found it. I'm going to. I, I think Quill, it's supposed Quill to be a little new. Yeah, like Quill came later to us, so obviously. They didn't think that far ahead. They're not Pixar where Did they're they? incorporating everything together. Right. And you're like, oh, my gosh, there's, you know, whatever that like Pixar. I don't know how they do it, but you can find things from the first movie that tie in, in that yeah. tie into yeah. something seven movies later. And yep. I'm like, oh, my gosh, did we did we find out like did they say exactly how long Quill had been like free? Did they mention he didn't, I didn't say that? that. They no, mentioned he'd been alive for a long time. Yeah, right? he's like one of those. He said something about like hundred years of, of your thing. lifetimes yeah. or yeah. something like that. So we know he's been enslaved for a long time, but we don't know how long he's been free. So we have to either decide what, whether we want to believe that the Lego theory or the Quill theory. Well, the the other thing to keep in mind too, uh, I'll just throw this out there, is that throughout all of the uh, Star Wars. Uh, series, movies, and things like that, it's been shown that lightsabers are hugely collectible items. Apparently. Yes. And, and yes. even if you don't know, you've never met a Jedi or anything like that, 
you know what a lightsaber looks like, which is interesting because mm-hmm. they're literally just a, a even tube if, with some buttons on it. Yeah, even if you don't know what it's called, yeah. right? Anakin yeah. called it a laser sword, but he knew what it was. And yeah. he was on a random backwater planet in yes. the outer rim. Yeah, never right. would he was a it. slave. So it's not even yeah. like yeah. he was he wasn't getting any education anywhere and he was getting yeah. like no, this is a kid who worked on worked on auto parts basically yeah. who knew what a laser sword. Right. Although you gotta wonder then, is he then are people bringing junk into him? Yeah, like in his shop, maybe he had seen them there. That's possible. It's but possible. yeah, people know what lightsabers and, are. And like. collect them. Yeah. If we if we go back to General yeah. Grievous, yeah. he's mm-hmm. got a collection. So, you know, you would think that if one of the workers in Cloud City happens upon this strange little tube, they're going to go, huh, that's a lightsaber. I'm going to hold on to that. Yeah. And I'm going to see what I can trade up for. Uh-huh. Yeah. Especially Which if you're... Could be. So it could have gone through dozens, if not hundreds of hands by the time it, we finally get it to Ray. Yeah. I, th- I think there's a good possibility that w- if, even if it wasn't Quill, like one of the Ugnaughts working on Cloud City grabbed it, oh, you yeah, know what I mean, it. as they were processing mm-hmm. the trash and yeah. so, you know, pocketed it and yeah. it just kind of, you know, almost like the, the feather in, uh, in Forrest Gump, it just kind of travels. Just so, travels. You know, until right. it finds its owner. Um, I don't know if that ties in. But this drink is delicious. <laughs> <laughs> the drink um, ties into the feather somehow. That's right. Um, we did have another question uh, from actually a former student of mine. Asked me, uh, what is what is a fun fact about Star Wars that you think that most people probably don't know? Uh, um, don't and know. there was only one that popped into my head. And I it just, for whatever reason, I just think it's silly. It's not really a fun fact. It's just an interesting thought that the word Ewok is never once said in the original trilogy. Oh, that's good. That's fascinating. Yeah, right? What like, about... Is it, is it the same with Porgs? I don't know. I can't remember anyone saying the word Porg. I don't think anybody ever said Porg. Interesting. They were just there. They definitely said Jar Jar yeah. several times. Oh, uh, too many times. The word Jar Jar happens. A fun for fact. Sure. Star Wars would be so much better without Jar Jar. That's or, my or <laughs> see, I would, I, either way, no Jar Jar or Darth Jar Jar. I want one or the other. One or yes. the other, right? Yeah, <laughs> I would be so fine with a Darth Jar Jar. Jar Jar so bad nope. that he's he's a Darth Jar Jar. That oh, would yeah. be totally awesome. Oh yeah. Um. So, I think one of my fun facts, and and it's only something that I really started to pay close attention to once I saw Episode Nine, was the fact that uh, Palpatine, from the beginning, from Episode One tied in so much he was playing both sides all the time yep it's like playing chess someone playing chess with themselves with themselves and then making sure that the white side wins but then moving the black side around so So that that, it seems like it it seems like it wants to win yeah like yeah just how smart somebody has to be to be able to get you to think that you want to win even though i'm making you think this and and i want you to lose and i'm moving you to do this so that you do lose but you want to win i was like oh my gosh he's like super smart and you know what it shows how bored he was right (laughs) because he probably could have taken advantage of many other resources and gotten this done a lot faster faster. rather than over the course of nine movies he's like you know what let's play this out so we have nine movies to get to my end goal of just being in charge of everything it's like 60 years (laughs) yeah like a good 60 year span yeah he was really bored that's what we call the long game that's right that was a very he was the master of the long game uh another fun fact do you know emperor palpatine's first name Oh, you've said this before. Sheev. Sheev. Sheev Sheev. Palpatine. Good old Sheev. Um, If you have not read the Darth Plagueis book, get on it. There's an audio book that's really great. Um, And if you don't know... you, you might not, but they do mention Darth Plagueis in the, in the movies that he was, you know, so wise and powerful that he learned to even stop death. It's 
very highly hinted that that was his master. Right. And if you read the book, you find out that that was his master. Uh, and the book doesn't focus on Palpatine. It focuses on Plagueis. When Plagueis was, it starts with Plagueis as uh, the apprentice to his master. Mm-hmm. And then at the beginning of the book, he becomes the master and he finds all these other. And so we hear about the beginnings of Maul and we hear about the beginnings of uh, Palpatine. And technically, I don't think it's considered canon anymore. But they've been doing enough with the new Disney stuff that a lot of the stuff still lines up. So I do think they're still keeping some of that. And it's a really interesting kind of – it's almost like a lot of the Star Wars uh, books I have read in the past have seemed kind of kiddie. Uh, this this almost felt like the first book that I've read that was a real – not that it was the first book that I saw out there, but the first one that I read that was a real attempt to like give us a little more mature – tone of a book all but the it's a dynamics yeah it's a great book you should check it out uh palpatine is one of my favorite characters i don't know why he's just a very interesting okay. dude um and i've always kind of been terrified of him. I, I was looking at a picture of him from the rise of skywalker the other day he looks so cool yeah <laughs> they did such a good job he, yeah. like when he's like that little broken weird dude with like uh-huh. the black crusty lips to the even when he's like back in his full glory with his big red sith robe and stuff i think he just looked they made him look really good in this really movie. Really cool. Yep. One, uh, more, one more thing being, you know, starting off as Mandalorian podcast, whatever. Right. We did start this off as the Mandalorian. We are a Mandalorian podcast. But yeah. right now, you know, we're in our Mandalorian hiatus. We're just going to chat Star we're Wars. We're just going to chat all about other Star Wars stuff. But, you know, uh, m- one of my favorite facts is Boba Fett, who has been w- widely known as the greatest bounty hunter of all time in the movies, has three whole lines. Yeah. And my son told me that Darth Maul also only three lines. Yeah. So he had a huge part in, in the first episode, first chapter, and uh, only three lines as well. It's fascinating. So, yeah. yeah. So, so I, I think my I, – I always approach things um, – I come from a science background other than just theater. Theater is just a, a fun a fun thing I do on the side. Sure. But uh, my, my actual background is in science. So whenever I'm watching uh, these movies and, and series, I'm always like, okay – how does this line up scientifically with, with our own planet? And then of course, then you have to look at the back, back end of things like, okay, well, where did they film this? So like Hoth, they filmed it up in like Norway or or Finland, the border there. Um, You know, the the redwood forest for Endor. Um, So one of my fun facts uh, that I always come to, and I'm, I'm pretty sure it's, it's true. I've, I've read it in in two different places. So it seems, seems like it's it's gotta be legit. Yeah. Um, It's on the (laughs) internet. It's gotta be real. Um, So that works. But, uh, (laughs) but Porgs, the, the whole reason that Porgs came into existence is yes. not that uh, they wanted a new, cute, fuzzy character to sell, well, sell yeah. more things. Uh, it's that uh, the island they were shooting at okay. was filled with puffins, yep. which puffins are oh, an adorable creature. They sure are. Um, but if you look at a puffin and a porg, uh, they share a remarkable uh, a resemblance. Yeah. And the reason why <laughs> is because that particular island is filled with a nesting colony of puffins. So all the pulled back shots, you see all these birds flying. It's the puffins. So very cool. Instead of saying, okay, there just happens to be puffins on this right. planet. They made up their own. They made up their own puffin uh, type creature, which is the porg. So they just CGI them cool. into having weird little heads. I like it. Rob, how are we doing on time over there, man? We're at, a, we're, we're okay. We could. Uh... So, so the reason I'm asking if you're following along with us right here, right, is again, uh, we usually uh, record Put the this. the camera on me for a second as you're saying it. Because All I'm right. just going to be shaking my head. Yep. No, the whole <laughs> time. Like, so uh... we usually record this on uh, Audacity, on which Audacity. is a, yeah. a usually pretty pretty well working free yeah. uh software for recording it is not working today it doesn't want to work for me today no so we're recording why. this all on anchor all on anchor and, um, and we have to do it in 30 minute chunks 
Yeah, so you're going to be getting you're going to be getting this one in a couple different chunks here. Yes. So what are we at now? Like we're 20, at 27. 27. Minutes. So All right. So now. what we're going to do now is we're going to take a brief take hiatus. A commercial break. Right. We're going to take a commercial break while while this break is happening. Instead of just switching directly to our next episode, which is coming right after this, why don't you do yourself a favor? Do yourself a favor and pour yourself a nice oh, yes. glass of this drink. Because this is delightful. All Very you delightful. need is some spiced rum, some ginger beer, and some lime, lime juice. Lime, lime juice. Yes. Lime it's juice. a real, real, big real thing quick combination. Lime juice also. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, it's uh, two parts of the ginger beer, one part of the rum, and then as much lime juice as you want to flavor it up. It's a beautiful thing. Well, and this is it. When he's, or is, my, is my camera I'm coming on? to you, Rob. Okay. When he says one part, this apparently is one part for three of us. That's because right. Because it is now empty. Well, half of it. Half of it. To be fair. Come on. Drink. I wanted to, for the Sorry. for television. Make Sorry, man. That, yeah. We drank the whole thing, the whole y'all. Thing. <laughs> all right. <laughs> What'll happen next time? Who knows? Stay, stay tuned in about 15 seconds. We'll be right back at you with more. Panther Milk Podcast coming and at you we're live. Back. We're, we're back. back. Are we actually back? We are back. Hey, we're, we're back. back. Hey, guys. So, I hope you enjoyed our commercial break. There was no commercial in there, but that's okay. But here we are. But we Nick are here for our second commercial. Part. You well, know what? Wait, hold on. While you plugged his little soiree, his little Bellerine Theater Company, maybe he should plug us. He should. Well, it, on his, uh, how great would it be if right in the middle of one of his shows, he just goes, he just throws in a line, you guys got to watch the podcast or listen to the podcast. That's what you got to do. Like Mo. right in the middle of like the most dramatic part of Les Mis. Like, yeah. Like, yes. like Hi, bring him home. Watch Bantha Milk Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> But Chris has got like, a Chris has got a great actor voice though. We need to we need to have him just like for fifteen seconds just at the oh, end of like this he's episode. Do, just give us a plug in a world. Yes. There it is. Yeah. Ooh, if we had our actual sound set up, that would be sexy. Oh my god, that would, would be like, really nice. I'm Chris and I listen to banter, banter milk, and whatever. Blah blah blah. Rob has a really hard time saying. I can't name. say words, especially once you started you oh, know, the, the drink? episode yeah. with the drink. Is <laughs> all of gone. the rum that yes. and Dave Filoni. Don't, Filoni. don't ask him to try and yeah. say Dave Filoni. Once you say it, I can say it. But if it's Coming from up here, I forget about it. I'm it's like, a tough one. Finoli. And if I'm reading it, oh, it's even worse. I don't know why I it's can a lot, never it's say a, Dave It's a big Filoni's old mixture name. of yep. vowels and consonants. What yes. about, can you say Pedro Pascal? Pedro Pascal is fine. Okay. I can say that no problem. Dave Filoni, forget about it. Falama Lama Ding Dong. Fala- yeah, there's too That's many L's in to. there. I if, get all confused. If you are all looking for an interesting uh, situation where a professional actor has trouble with a specific word where i know i have as as an actor i have trouble with a few, oh, yes, few different words um benedict cumberbatch apparently cannot say the word penguin nice penguin look up go. videos uh i think he was just on the graham Hashtag. norton show uh he can't <laughs> say penguin and in fact he's recorded in a uh documentary talking about penguins and it's oh no it's so funny oh my god it's that's so penguins <laughs> penguins that's awesome and and you might be able to think oh it's just his british accent but when british people are making fun of you for the way you say it right, too, you, you know, know <laughs> you know you're that not it's, saying it right it's a problem oh boy <laughs> well awesome. well just just to remind you all of what's happening this is bantha milk podcast it's i will so tell great. you right now if you go to our youtube channel just youtube bantha milk or banter beskar and bantha milk yes all three of them um, I'm sure this will be up later. So like you can kind of get a little sneak peek at how the sausage gets made, right? Because right. there is all this bonus footage, bonus, right? Footage. The setup yeah, footage, the our, in-between our footage. pre-banter, yeah, our post-banter. I think, I think there's probably 20 minutes of setup footage. You get to do it. You'll get live. to see exactly what's happening yeah. uh, when, when I say this. Ooh. Yeah. Right. You have no Rob idea is, what's going on right Rob now, but if you go to YouTube, you'll know yeah. that it is zooming in on me. 
and I'm giving you the thumbs <laughs> up. Camera. Okay. This camera loves me. I don't know what's going on. Every so, time I face it, it zooms in on me. It's not even like a real super fancy expensive camera. It's like a $10 webcam that loves Nick for some reason. It's amazing. <laughs> well, it'll do no one else. But when no it does that, else. when it does that, I tend to go ahead and do this and we and can get a good look close up of Rob. Flip, there flip it is. over to me. Hey, buddy. Hey, how are you? Um, but yeah, uh, when you're done here, maybe go ahead and go to uh, our YouTube channel since I can talk right at you now. Hey, everybody. Go to our YouTube <laughs> channel. Uh, and check out the live stream. You get all this behind-the-scenes footage. But now you move, so your microphone is not picking up exactly the same. Hello, way. hello. There, hello, that's hello. the good side. But can we actually know that our microphones are picking up well today? I can hear it. I still have my headphones on, and I oh. can hear you. See, I took, I took yes. the headphones off because I yes. figured it was See, a lost he, cause he's, at that point. he's sound sensitive. He is. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so, Other so people we're gonna... are force-sensitive. I'm sound-sensitive. Sound that's right. See, so, I can use sound. But I, Rob is just sensitive to sound. I'm sensitive. You know what I mean? Yes. I'm, he, he can I'm only sense it. To it. That's right. So I want to plug somebody else. I, if we're giving out free, uh, free, free airtime, air I'm going to plug my friend's uh, restaurant. So on South Street in Philadelphia, for those of you who live in the greater Philadelphia area, you have to go to Woodrow Sandwich Shop. I like sandwiches. It's very good stuff. He, he makes... Uh, he makes cheesesteaks, but better than your normal cheesesteak. He doesn't use normal, like just regular beef. He uses all kinds of fancy meats, and uh, his meatball sandwiches are like all kinds of special fancy meats and stuff like that. So I'm hungry. I'm you, so hungry yeah, right now. Jump light in it. Jump so light if, if you like sandwiches and you want better than your normal sandwiches that you would get at Wawa, go down to Woodrow Sandwich oh, Shop. See, yes. I like Wawa. I like so Wawa. If it's better than Wawa. It's I'm definitely sold. better yeah. than Wawa. Yeah. So go down the Woodrow Sandwich Shop. Tell them that the guys at Banter, Beskar, and Bantha Milk sent you and. He won't have any clue that why you're saying. He'll have no clue. He'll like, who's that? He'll be like, that's cool. But as for Kevin, Kevin owns it. Not anybody else that works there. As for Kevin, and then he'll still be completely confused. But that'll be okay. It'll be our inside joke. So it'll be fun for us. That's, that's right. right, listeners. You can join us at can... Woodrow's Sandwich <laughs> Shop. Man. Next spring, we'll be having cheesesteaks made with parts of real Mandalorians. Real Mandalorians. Oh, I was hoping for some pork cheesesteaks. Yeah, some pork cheesesteaks oh, or, or bantha cheesesteaks. Oh. Yeah, or bantha milk. Yeah, bantha. Bantha cheesesteaks. Oh, yeah. nice. I'd, I'd have a. I would think they're feel... smelly on the outside. Or it wouldn't be a Philly cheesesteak. <laughs> it would be a. Uh... <laughs> That's great. That could be their tagline. Well done, Rob. A plus for you. There you go. All right. So we uh, we are going to get into it. We have two things we want to talk about on the show today. Uh, two main things. We actually, I can't believe we spent the first half hour just kind of on preliminary stuff. Look just at all kinds of other stuff. Yeah, um, it was fun. Well, you know, we had uh, comments and, and uh, you know. We did. We. This is what happens when you ask us questions, folks. Yes, and here comes, here comes the camera again. All right. Back bring to it Nick. On. Bring it oh to me. Gosh. Here you go, Rob. Bring it all home. Hey, Rob. Look at this. Um, so my buddy Louie, right out in uh, in Nebraska. Hey, Louie. Nebraska. In case you're watching on YouTube. He's a corn husker. Uh, he, is, he is indeed. He actually is a tiger. He went to LSU with me. Uh -huh. Go Tigers. So he's yes. not a corn husker. Um, but uh, he he is one of our main contributors on Twitter. He chats with us. He sends us a lot of his thoughts. And he was wondering if we would have a discussion on Star Wars tropes, right? Yes. We had a big discussion throughout this past Mandalorian uh, season about different Western, Western tropes, tropes that were included within Star Wars, which I thought was cool to find out because we kind of got a little bit of both. We got a mixture yeah. of Western tropes and Star Wars tropes. But there are certainly things that are included in Star Wars movies specifically because you have to include them in Star Wars movies, Correct. right? Like this, it's expected. It's like, you know, this is almost like the the uh, people who make the movies winking at us and giving right. us like a little, hey, I see you there. You I know? see you. Um, so I have a list of ones that I could think of off the top of my head. Some of them I really like. Others I think are a little overdone. Um, but I'm wondering what y'all have th thought about. Uh, and we, we haven't really compared our lists yet. We did 
say that we were going to talk about Star Wars tropes. I'm sure we have a couple that are pretty similar. Um, so, so I I am not uh, I don't know. I feel I'm a pretty smart guy, but I never I never heard the word trope before meeting Nick, so I okay. had no idea what. <laughs> All right, there you go. I, I was like, so I sent Nick a, a text. I'm like, uh, what do you mean by tropes? Because. I don't really know what this word means. Yeah, Nick, explain to the studio audience. Yeah, explain to us. Oh my! What a first trope of all, is. it is zooming in on your drink right now. Oh, even better. Right. There you go. Know. Um, you know, when when I when I say tropes, I think you know there are certain things that are included in Star Wars as you know when we say Western tropes, we talked about the the sound of the uh, the spurs on the boots. Uh, we had the the Kurosawa montage where we had the the training of the the town, the right. deputizing of the town. They're just things that occur enough times in star wars that it's not a coincidence that the sunset is now it's exactly now, yeah. you know what i mean when we have luke in the very first shot or the first big kind of beautiful landscape shot in the whole series with the two sunsets right. with the force theme going overhead that's happened at least two or three more times within yep. star wars so okay that's the sort of thing i'm talking about and just to just to get it started started off just for example one of the most widespread star wars tropes and one that seems to get the most controversy is this one right here take a listen I don't know if you caught that. <laughs> it was a scream. I don't know if you caught that <laughs> on it. the thing, Let's, but that is the Wilhelm scream. That is a famous uh, sound effect in Hollywood, and it is included in so many Star Wars sure movies. Is. Okay. Uh, and have you noticed it? Have you noticed that oh, yeah, Wilhelm sure. scream? I'm yeah, sure that, you have. Yeah. What are your thoughts on it? Because I got to tell you, I like it, but it takes me out of the moment every time. So that that's the problem with... Uh, I think a lot of different things, not just Star Wars, but the more into it you get and the more behind the scenes, the more you, you get to see how the sausage is made in case sure. you're watching our webcast right now. There you go. Um, the more you Here see comes. that. And now it's zooming in on Nick. The, the, <laughs> the, the more you start to uh, notice things that don't necessarily tie into the storyline. And I think that's a bit of a problem uh, in many sections of fandom for many different topics. Okay. Yeah. Um, so was uh, Luke like... Luke falling was that a Wilhelm scream when he's falling down the? No, thing? that was not a Wilhelm scream. Okay. <laughs> Usually we get Wilhelm scream. Excuse me, <clears throat> when like a stormtrooper is getting shot and falling okay. from something. Because I think we got also- a Wilhelm scream when one of the guys was falling off the sail barge into the sarlacc. Yep, definitely. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, all right. Um, so they're they're really peppered in there. There's definitely a stormtrooper. Maybe when he's getting when Luke and Leia are about to swing over. Okay. Uh, in the Death Star, I'm pretty sure we get a Stormtrooper Wilhelm scream falling off there. Um, again, it's just like one of those silly Hollywood sounds sure. that like are used not only in Star Wars. The Wilhelm scream is all, I've all heard over it in SpongeBob. Yep. Uh, it's kind of used in a lot of different places. Um, but again, it, I like it. It's funny, but it is really like heavy handed. Sure. Sometimes, you know what I mean? So anytime somebody who's not like a lead character is falling, Wilhelm scream is pretty much what you're going to do. At least background. once in the movie, at I feel like they're going to pop sure. that in there. Right. So, so, I mean, hey, look, they they. Obviously, there's been nine movies now, and they they they're set on making sure that they keep using it. So yeah. it's almost kind of like like one of those people, Easter egg things. Like, can you find it? You know, yeah, like honestly, yeah. sure. So, so is it the is it the fact that they they went ahead and used that particular sound effect because the actor that was tasked with actually screaming at that point did something so bad, like they were falling off of the the sail barge and went, oh no. Oh, right. Oh, no. Or, or even better. Darn. So, <laughs> Shoot. So talking about, you know, we have Chris, the actor with us, talking about actors. Uh, there's a, a friend of mine. His son and my son did karate together a long time ago, blah, 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 whatever. But he does a lot of uh, extra work. 
um, in TV shows and things like that. And he told me he was going to be in this one TV show, and the TV show was awful. I'm not going to say what it was, but it was, it was horrible. It got canceled halfway through, and then halfway through the first season, and then they re-showed it again the following summer as like a filler. Okay. Um, it was a Jekyll and Hyde show. I think it was called Hyde or whatever it was, but it was really, really bad. But so I, I watched the first episode and I'm going, oh man, this thing is awful. But I, I'm I'm looking for my friend in the background. I'm like, I know he's there somewhere. So finally, in like the fifth episode, he finally shows up, and he bends over, he helps the guy up, and he says, "Are you okay, man?" And he, the guy looked at him, he like shakes his head, and he runs away. So I sent him a text. I'm like, "Are you okay, man?" And he's like what are you talking about? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I just watched you in the TV show when you said, are you okay, man? And he goes, okay, funny story. I never said that. Happens and I was, a lot. Yeah. Really? Happens a lot. So huh. they paid him as extra work, extra work. You don't have lines, right? If they would have paid him with a line, that would have been a different been union like, thing. Yeah. Right? Whole different union, triple the salary. So they had like a stuff. voice actor do it yeah. or something. So interesting. So, they had, so probably all those Wilhelm screams were all extra people. They wanted a sound effect, so they just threw the Wilhelm scream in there, and then boom. So they didn't have to pay this they person a union person, rate yeah, to scream? Yeah. So this actually – I wanted to bring this up, and I was trying to find a great way into it. Um, but I just heard this today that Pedro Pascal, during The Mandalorian, when you see The Mandalorian, Kyle, just yeah. moving about Chris the universe. Um, He's a super fan of that Of course yes. it's Kyle. Um, there's no other name that he would go. Maybe he has not. a nickname that Disney is referring to right. him as. But on Disney his doesn't know. But on his Mandalorian birth certificate, which we have seen, but we're not going to share with not you. Sure. Yeah, Dave Filoni showed it to us earlier. Yeah, he was in. He, he stopped and he actually drove Chris here. He, he dropped drove, him off. Yes, really nice guy. I was having yeah. engine trouble, but um, <laughs> but the, here's the interesting part about this uh, is that Pedro Pascal, when you see him walking around. A lot of the time, that's not Pedro Pascal. That's his double. That's a double. And the reason for that is it's cheaper to just have the double walking around because how many times does Kyle actually say things during an episode? Not many. Maybe he's got like a full like two minutes of dialogue. I wonder what his salary is. It's really interesting, right? So yeah. we, we need to figure this out. Um, but of course, uh, we're, we're talking about salary for somebody playing themselves. Kyle, who has, right. of course, a birth certificate, of right. course, which is verifiable. Right. <laughs> Thank you, Dave Filoni. Right? Thank you, Dave. All right. It seems like we're all pretty pro Wilhelm scream. Sure, well, it's not? not something that annoys us. It does take me out of the moment, uh, but in, not in a bad way. Yeah. Um, there's also something that they've started doing away with, and I think that they've mentioned that now that the main Skywalker saga is done, they're going to do away with it, and that's the opening crawl. Oh, right? So yeah. just the ability to have that beginning storytelling like device of, hey, this is what's happening. Sure. Now here's the movie. So did they do that in Rogue One? They did not do it in Rogue One and they did not do it in Solo. Okay. And they didn't do it in The Mandalorian. That's right. Right. Mandalorian never started with that. Something in the the main nine uh, episode movie, uh, not a trilogy. What is it with... A a nunery? Saga? A A saga? (laughs) Called the saga? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, But it's also in like, you know, all the video games, almost all the video games before Disney. Yep. Right? All like, so... For me, I remember specifically being in the movie theater with my wife uh, for Solo, uh, or for Rogue One, and Rogue One was the first one that didn't have the crawl. Right. And not only was it the first one that didn't have the crawl, but it was the first one that John Williams didn't write the music for. Right. Uh, And the first thing that happens, we get this kind of weird orchestral flourish at the very beginning of Rogue One, and my wife and I literally just, like, looked at each other and went... What this is not the... John Williams. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, something is different here. And it went straight into the action. It is. It was jarring. We've spent yeah. 30 years of our life or so. Right. That's what the expectation is. 
every time there's Star Wars, we get an opening crawl. Yeah. We're trying to get an opening crawl on our green screen here, folks. We could but, do it. Uh, maybe it'll next happen. Time, it'll maybe happen. Next, uh, next YouTube. Once live. I get once I get Audacity um, working right, then I can work on all the extra. Fun that's stuff. right. First, first <laughs> things first. Let's get the the microphones working. Well, the fact that it's jarring though tells you that you missed it. Yeah. So, yeah. So then we did already I miss know. It or did it become? Did it become a comfort? Is it a comfortable thing? It's it's, it's I, a Star Wars thing to me. It's like, a thematic yeah. style, yeah. And, and I think that there's a difference between a trope and and a style for uh, a series. Yeah. So in, in the case of a, a trope, it's something that you're you're thrown in and you're going, okay, yeah, I understand, yeah, I I know what they're doing there, but um, in terms of the crawl, I think that's something that's expected, and you don't sit there and go, oh yeah, well they have to get this out of the way. Right. Um, it's it's part of the it's style. part of Star Wars. Yeah, it's yeah. part of the style. And also in the first, at least six. I don't remember the last three, but I remember there was a, a. I think there was a controversy that one of them didn't start this way. The very first scene is always a bad guy. A, well, the ship. The, the also, ship flying. Like the ship Usually flying a bad over. ship. Yeah. yeah. So like the first, I know the first six movies at least had that, and I think seven was the first one that started. Maybe seven or eight. I forget which one. But one of them started differently, yeah. and it was a big deal as well. Like, <gasps> the, you know, episode seven definitely started with a ship because I remember going, "Wow, this is this is amazing." It started okay. with that, that like I think the the star destroyer, one of the like the first order star destroyers, okay. I'm pretty sure. And there we go. So then it would of course be episode eight where right. we tried to throw out all of these star <laughs> everything Wars. that was Star yeah. Wars. Chris, star Wars Chris is among Chris is among my friends who were less than thrilled with episode eight. what i'll say about episode eight is that after watching episode nine i am more okay with episode eight than i previously yes, was absolutely but still, at the same time there are some issues that i still have yes in sure. a vacuum episode eight is less than savor yes but um, in the in the full collective spectrum right. of all of the other movies now it makes a lot more sense yes absolutely um i will say they did a weird thing with the crawl in this most recent movie right in that they like gave us a lot of information, right? Yeah. Usually they give us a little background info. Hey, this is what's going on. Here yeah, you know. this is what you missed. This The last movie, they were just like, all right, well, we have to retcon last movie, so let's just... Yeah, they so... didn't speak! You know what I mean? like... <laughs> it, was, it was like they suddenly uh, started on Lion King 2 without having Lion King 1 and a half. <laughs> you need Lion King 1 and a half. By the way... Timon and Pumbaa. Are you doing Lion King 1 and a half? Uh, I don't know if that's a musical. You yet. should make it a musical. We should. We should. We'll get that was a monk. So quickly. I like Lion King one and a half better than Lion King two. Disney, let me tell you this, uh, Disney. I will not make a musical version of Lion King one and a half and try to sell tickets for it if you consider sponsoring this podcast. <laughs> this wow, podcast. he comes on. Wow. And he's like he's Look looking for a sponsor for there us. You go. Thank that's you. A fan. Thanks, Very good. Chris. That's a good fan. I appreciate right it. Uh, we also this is one of our favorite ones to chat about. We were uh, discussing it a little earlier. Uh, the probably. Maybe second most famous line from Star Wars. I'd say the most famous line from Star Wars would probably be "May the Force be with you." Right? Yep. We yeah. can accept that. Yep. Maybe the second most famous line would be "I have a bad feeling about this," and almost said as many times as "May the Force right. be with maybe, you." Maybe, yeah. maybe more. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I have a bad feeling about this. Is one of those things that they have fit into every Star Wars movie, right? And it's almost like you're sitting there when you're watching a Star Wars movie the first time, going, "All right, where is it? When's it coming up?" Yep. When's it coming up? And there was one movie where I went, "What happened? Where'd it go? You missed it." No, it wasn't there. Um, in episode seven, it wasn't there. Wasn't there? No, yeah. episode eight. In episode of eight, course. of course, it wasn't there. But they later retconned it because if you remember the very beginning, we get uh, Poe in his ship, and then there's Baby Eight going. And he oh says, yes, happy beats, buddy. Happy beats. Happy yes. beeps. Apparently, those beeps 
were him saying, I have a bad feeling. I have about a bad this. feeling about this. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they had said yes. after the movie came out. Right. That, so, you know what? That's endearing and I like right? it. Right? It's lot. nice, right? <laughs> I like it. I, a lot. I actually I had to I had to think about it for a minute, but I think I like that explanation. I think that's kind of a cool way to do it. So I will say that in terms of um that line being a trope, I do feel like that is something that really satisfies the definition of a trope because there are times when I hear that line and I go, uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> and it pulls me out of it. Yeah. And and it just and and I just automatically go back to okay, the screenwriters were trying to figure out where to slide this in. Yeah, right, right. And there they put like, we had to do it. Yep. This works. It's right? almost yeah. like a, like when I was in college, my friends and I we would go to the movies. We we would always like dress up like the movie that Those we were, were going movies, to see. Right? They were silent movies. It was, <laughs> it was way back. The speakies. I am so old. It was a long, long time ago. Go see a talkie. It was actually my my favorite one that we did this for was uh, Under Siege yeah. with, uh, who was the, the karate guy? I forget who. Uh, Bruce Lee. No, uh, it was... Uh, I'm going to look it up. I it was the first Steven emperor Seagal. of China. I think it was Steven was Seagal. Was Steven Seagal? Yeah. So we all, he was a chef on this boat, on, on like a Navy ship, but he was a chef. But uh, the backstory was that he was like a Navy SEAL, but he... he oh, then, yeah, that's Steven Seagal for okay, sure. Yeah. So he was like a Navy SEAL, but then he was just like... A chef because he was tired of killing. Gary Busey was in this movie. No way, that's awesome. And uh, John, Tommy Lee Jones. But he was tired of yeah, Tommy yeah. But he was tired of like killing all these people, so he just became a chef. So we <laughs> went, we went to the movie. We all had aprons on. A couple people even had like chef hats. There was like nine of us. We all sit down, and this is before assigned seating. So we sit down. The people in front of us turn around, they look at us, and they move three rows away of from us. They do because <laughs> they were like, oh my god. But what we would do. When the main actor came on for the first time, you clapped, and also when the uh, when the title of the sh- of the movie was announced, you're supposed to clap then as well. Okay. So those were like our tropes. Good like, tradition. We were like, yeah. yeah, good tradition. You know, so like ruins people, it for everybody else. For in the everybody theater, else but, but good tradition for you. Yeah. So for us, it was a blast because you know. Like Steven Skull came on right away. We're like, woo! And people are like, oh my God. And more people moved away from us thinking we we're just going to be super obnoxious the whole time. But we really only clapped like twice. That's fine. And, you know, so that's fine. So I, I've had that that moment in the movie theater where I see that group come in and I'm like, oh God. Oh well, God. Don't my, sit near me. my first date with my wife, we went to see Clash of the Titans. Clash of the Titans. Clash of the Titans. Liam Neeson. So, you know, just to, yeah, tied into Star Wars there with that's Liam right. Neeson. That's right. There, there it is. Qui Gon. Qui Gon was there being Zeus. And, um, <laughs> And we had decided going into this that we were going to high five when they hit the line, release the Kraken. Okay. Okay. Because that, <laughs> that was, was the one that was all over the trailers. Oh, it was yeah. all over the trailers. And you're thinking it's going to be this huge triumphant moment. <laughs> right. And like, here we go. And they and he goes, release the Kraken. And my wife and I high five as hard as we can. And it just happened that uh, it didn't play out like we expected. Oh, there was no. dead silence right after that line. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the entire theater just turns and looks at us. On your and, first date. And our, on our first date. And in that moment of shame, we knew that we were destined for each other. Destined. There it is. And that's what Here you, you are. How you much longer later? How long ago was that? That is a good math question for someone who has not been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Jess probably doesn't listen to this, right? Probably not. <laughs> she, Although 44 minutes into this episode, you're, he's going to see that she gets very angry. That's so right. She's like, what are you? T- That's right. Uh, That's so okay. another another uh, trope, unless we're do we have more to say oh, about no, no, I yeah, had a bad feeling about this. No, let's talk about it. I have a bad feeling because it happens so many times. That it we, does. We have to. So episode one, it happened once. Episode uh, Obi-Wan says it in the very beginning, blah, 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 whatever. But what I want to talk about all the other 
Oh, Sorry, I'm Nick's, having a good time with this. Green Nick's trying to get the. It's really nice. The camera on I'm him. almost done with this drink. It's delightful. Yes. So uh, the big one that Nick said was in episode eight. BB8 says I have a bad feeling right. about that. In uh, in and, and nobody like else it. actually like said it. it. Yeah, yeah, it's nice, right? It's one of those so, things that you're like, oh, of course, it, but oh, okay, no, it's that's fine. No, it's endearing. I so, like it, Ryan. It was in it even was a in, blind squirrel occasionally finds a nut. You kidder. <laughs> it was in books, comics. So now everybody watching and listening knows what it feels like to be the outside of an inside joke. These two guys have like <laughs> just thrown things back and forth to each other. And I'm sitting here going, I don't know. You don't know either. So we'll See, just roll with nice it. You, you think it's an inside joke, but it's just that we're weird. Okay. That's true. That's we just, 100% we just true. say weird things and people go, oh, they have a joke. And we're like, no, we're, no, we're, we're just, just weird. strange. We're just somehow, nice somehow we found each other in life and that's that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so what are, where else? What other so times we got it books, in? comic books in in the in the arcade games it's in there as well but oh, what on. about outside of star wars so that's you, what, you, yeah you hear it so much so in, in it, other series indiana jones said it yeah oh good tie so in. indiana yeah. jones good so tie in. Um, wait some indiana jones so indiana jones came after star yes. wars not right? far after but after. so yeah. the line that's crazy that they threw that in there that quickly that quickly yeah uh, it was that's utter- something that would happen now because everything everything now seems so meta yeah. because of the internet like everything ties into everything yep right uh, and it is interesting that they'd include such a meta joke but they George Lucas did that a lot yeah. with meta jokes because there's I'm pretty sure there's a an Obi-Wan bar in Indiana Jones somewhere uh, I that don't makes sense. I don't remember which one but I'm pretty sure there's like a just a random bar that they go to and like if you really look for the, the sign it says Obi-Wan bar or something well, like that. Well, Spielberg is also the king of meta since he released Ready Player 1, right. which is yes. the most meta I haven't of seen all it. meta. Th- oh, you need to. See it. I hear it's really good. They Star say- Wars fans you need to check it out because there I believe if I remember correctly there is Yes. Vader is in it at one point. And they also say, I have a bad feeling about this. Yeah, it's, player one oh, well. there we go. Yeah. It is. Ties right in. Man. <laughs> it's everywhere. It's you just everywhere. have to look yeah. for it. That's right. Yeah, I got to see that so, one. That's one I did. My wife read the book. I'm pretty sure she said she really enjoyed the book. Um, but I think I had heard that the books are, I mean, like anything. Let's different. just be honest. If you are listening to this podcast right now, you will eat up Ready Player One yeah, because I mean, you are yeah. that big of a nerd to begin yeah. with. Yep. Absolutely. Embrace it. There's at least 70 of you out there who are going to love it. At right? least. At, at least. Because there's at least 70 of you out there listening to us. Subscribe to us. And I'm pretty sure us. my mom does not listen to us, which is nice. You know, so you think at least five of those listeners would be my mom our, and dad. Our family, yeah. No, they don't care. My parents will listen now. So oh, we're going to at least get to That's 70. Right. Oh, our Christopher's on a podcast. Now, when you go over to their house and, and tell them about it, make sure you grab their phones, go to the podcast app and show them how to subscribe to it. So we get another subscriber. I will. As and well. then when you show them these things, maybe you could show them that if they go to Bantha Milk podcast on Instagram, mm-hmm. they can see some of our photos. <laughs> there we go. If and they go to Bantha Milk podcast face, on Facebook, they will see your face. We haven't taken our we selfie. We didn't take our selfie. Well, that's we because with this new setup, yeah, it's hard. we'll take it's, it after. We'll, okay. we'll do it at the end. You'll yeah. be on there. Don't you worry. With an empty Trust me. We're, okay. We might take 11 pictures. Y'all, if you don't check out our YouTube, you got to check out the YouTube because Chris is really handsome. <laughs> he's a Look, handsome guy. He's Thank handsome. You. He's taller than me. Like I, I'm Rob's a tall the guy. guy. Rob's the a room, tall guy. And now Chris comes in. He's taller than me. He's better looking. Like I don't know if he can be back on the show again, <laughs> or he's gonna have to sit on this. We side might need over to add here. him as a permanent fixture, and he yeah. can be the face of the if, show. Uh, if we're talking Chris about how tall I am, dudes. if we're talking about how tall I am, I'm. Basically, if you added one more inch to my height, I would look like one of the cloners on Camino. Yeah, I would. Bit. I would be there. You do like a Camino in, yeah. Those, yeah, those long kind of. Yeah. yeah, strange. You are very long. 
Yeah, they're pretty to look at, but you don't want them near you. <laughs> but yeah, so we're we're gonna make Chris our official spokesperson. He's gonna yes. be the, the he's gonna be the, the Bantha milker. We're gonna oh, call him the Bantha milker. Our, the face of Bantha. You know, milker. we need a mascot. You know, we there's do. the Hamburglar. We, you can yes. be the Bantha milker. The Bantha milker. I'll just I'll just have milk all over my face. <laughs> just covered blue in milk. blue liquid. You know, blue they, liquid. they have the milk mustache. I'll have the milk face. Ooh, a blue milk mustache. <laughs> We need to get a picture of Chris with a blue milk mustache there you, there you for go. our Instagram. Yes. I'll do it. Let's get some blue. I'll do it. Get some blue uh, food coloring and take a picture and send it to me. A nice picture. You got it. There right? you go. And you we'll, got it. We'll make that happen. Love Chris it. will uh, do it too. I'm excited about it. <laughs> All right. Star Wars tropes. Back, back to Star Wars right? tropes. So I just, there's two that I want to talk about. With um, I have a bad feeling about this. Go that on. were in other TV shows other than Indiana Jones. Um, in the series Big Bang Theory, appropriately, right? Uh, They're nerds. That's episode thing, right? twelve, Leonard says, "I have a bad feeling about this." In a Yoda voice, oh. which is interesting because Yoda never says that. Yoda That's never true. says that. Yes. Huh. So that well, was Big Bang. Funny. I got to be honest. I'm one of those people who really hates Big Bang Theory. Okay. Uh, like for <laughs> there's this stupid, stupid term I've heard online, which I think is ridiculous, and it's nerd appropriation. And they try and act like valid, like Big Bang Theory is appropriating nerd <laughs> nerd culture and trying to make it mainstream. And I'm just like, shut up! How dare you, attractive people, just pretend you're not attractive? I up. know what you're all right? up to. Here we have Chris. He's he's a very attractive guy, and he's one of the nerdiest guys I know. It exists, all right. They're nerd appropriation there. isn't a thing. We're there. Right? We're um, there. I, it's just not a great show. I'm sorry. I just don't think it's that funny. It's not I don't my know. cup of tea. I, they made a, they made millions and millions. They of made dollars a lot. I mean, a lot of people disagree with me. And it was number one. A show lot in of people disagree for with many, me. Many, many years. Yeah. So I think you're in the minority. That's there. fine. I'm fine with that. I just, I don't dislike it because they're appropriating my nerdy culture. That's okay. don't like. It's just I just don't think it's that great. My sister I, loved it. I think the entire show. You know, and I'm not a huge fan either. But it seems like the entire show is just one run-on trope. Yeah, I mean, there we even, go. even the There's only nothing thing, new there. The only thing I know about the show that I can really pick off off the top of my head is the word bazinga, okay. right? And bazinga is like the trope. It's the it's yeah. the yeah. the big bang trope. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Uh, what was the other one? Uh, so in there's actually two back to back. So in Lost, the movie, Lost. the TV show Lost, it's been Hurley, a while. Yes, Hurley says I've got a bad feeling about this. Shortly after remarking that the Enigma Jacob is worse than Yoda, really, so he, they tied it together twice. Double. And then in this show that talk about shows that nobody watches, uh, Melissa and Joey. <laughs> Melissa and Joey. I know on, what show this is. It's called Melissa and Joey. No That's one watched it, show. but I know what show it this is. It was on like Lifetime or something like okay. that. It had a couple of seasons, but uh, it was uh, Melissa Joan Hart. I think it might even still be on. Yep. And Joey, uh, what's Joey's last name? But Joey he, Fatone? No. Uh, whoa. Oh, Joey. Joey uh... Oh, that's going to annoy me. Wasn't he in Charles and Charge or is that a different thing? That, no, he was not in Charles. He had his own. He had a, He was in with, uh, he was the little boy in some other show. But anyway. That's going to annoy me. Uh, the episode, Oh Brother, Joey discovers that the man who. Joey Melissa, Lawrence. Joey Lawrence. Yes. Good job. Uh, the man Internet. Melissa is dating <laughs> may be her half brother. He compares the situation to Luke and Leia when she points out that in the anthology, Joey would be Han Solo. He takes it as a compliment and then says, I got a bad feeling about this. So they really did a whole big episode about Star Wars, basically. Although I've never seen it, so I have no idea if that's actually. You let's know. see how it played out for them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's see. Um, so, oh, it was in Power Power Rangers also. That's pretty. Power cool. Rangers. Power Rangers. I like Power Rangers. Yeah. I feel like it's just about everywhere. Everywhere. But do you think any any time they say it, they're really going for the? Or do you think that Star Wars has just made it a, just such a popular thing that like so, people don't even realize it's a Star Wars reference yeah. anymore? Over Camino. <laughs> So here we go. Part three is now recording. In three. Oh, wait, we're already going. We're, we're going. All right. Oh, hey, yes. hey, we're back. Yes, part three. Oh, boy. 
man, this is a three-parter. This is a good one. Right. Yeah. So as I was saying, uh, you know, you guys are off for two weeks. And for someone like me who I usually have one business trip a week that I, I usually um, start my business trip off with this podcast. And it's a great way to get going oh, on, on the road. Thanks, buddy. Aside <laughs> from the fact that I can't drink along with you. Right. Um, or it's frowned upon. Um, <laughs> You're not know, from Louisiana. You know, so. uh, now that you guys have, have pulled it back to, to every other week, you know, I understand why. But at this point, Please stretch out the episodes. Give give us folk that are looking forward to that hour plus of entertainment. Sure, each but week. we'll do our best. And by the way, if you are one of those people who are, like look forward to our podcast, we really do like to hear that. Yes, but I have a, I have a couple of my friends who like send us a message and say like, hey, like especially if we're like a little late getting it out, they're like, hey, where's where's the new episode? Where's, and it's great. Episode, it makes yeah. us know that you like it. Well, thank um, you. The ways that you can let us know you want us to do more of these things is to contact us on our social media, yep. our social yep. meds, as social they say it. Uh, send us an email, right? Let us know that you enjoy. Ask us questions. Give us suggestions, right? This entire episode that we're doing right now is basically based on what people have suggested to us because without the Mandalorian going right now, there's not a whole lot of directed discussion right Right. um but we have i mean i could sit here and talk star wars until next wednesday and not get tired about it you know i've I mean? watched I, him do it you don't want that yeah, to happen you don't want it it's it's not <laughs> his, pretty his eyes start to glaze over that's after it. a while most people's do thing, it, it starts to like blend together it gets that's, a little confusing that's just my voice though. the way that's he pulls it off is he uses the same method that the emperor used uh over <laughs> right. the course of nine nine, nine, nine episodes, episodes. 60 years. <laughs> what i really want see that's i think that's part of the problem that's missing from this country is is that yeah, there's filibustering in in Washington, but why aren't they doing it with Star Wars? They should filibuster with with discussions oh. on Star Wars. Oh, books. that would be perfect. That would I would awesome. I would they watch C-SPAN read so much more often. Just right? read one like, of the books. Read a Star Wars it. book. That's all I'm they going need. To read Obi Wan Kenobi now. That's it. And hey, just, we we in a galaxy far far. We away. were talking Star Wars tropes before the commercial break, <laughs> right? Um, so we would do want to get, but we had just finished. We talked about you know the Wilhelm scream, our opening crawl. We talked about I have a bad feeling about this. Yes. Another common Star Wars trope that I'm starting to have a little bit of an issue with is super weapons. Yes, right? yes. the idea that, but uh, it's again the problem. I think is that Star Wars showed their hand too early. The first episode was a planet killer. Right. How do you beat Major that? You know what weapon. I mean? Yes. Like a you need, solar system, killer. right? And that's where Star Killer Base <laughs> comes into into play. Yeah. Um, and then when Star Killer Base is blown up, it's like, well, how do we top that? Oh, we put a a planet killer on every Death Star. On every, yep. yes. you know what I mean? So there's only so much worse you can get as far as technology, as far as destruction. I think they need to cool it with the super weapon thing. I think that's a good thing they did in the EU, the extended universe. They had not just super weapons; they had existential threats they had the yuzon vong invasion where this whole like people from another place came in and invaded their galaxy and like they didn't know they were there and it's like they were immune to force sensitivity those are interesting like they're they're immune to force powers that's an interesting like oh that's that's a problem i can see why that's a problem and not just because it can destroy my planet right i mean Yeah. yeah i think it's a similar situation to the the marvel uh cinematic universe sure. in, in terms of how many times can you save the world right you know and and then we we start to find some of our more interesting storylines that resonate a little bit more with the audience are those that don't involve that they're a little bit uh more uh localized local yeah sure yeah, yeah. except except that. for the parts where like you know there is an existential st- uh, threat to the world 
in the Marvel universe, and you know for a fact that the Avengers are out there. Yeah. But they let Spider Man handle it. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean, it's like we see that there's yeah. some stuff going on, but like, nobody's got a cell phone, no. a beeper. <laughs> like uh, when when they brought in Captain America, she's the greatest creature of all time. Oh, and Captain Marvel. Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel. Yeah. Captain right. Marvel. I'm sorry. Yeah, Captain Marvel. She's the greatest. Great. And they're like, oh, we're not going to bother her. Right. I'm like, why not? That's what she's there for. And this is where, <laughs> you know, to, to tie into the office a little bit, this is where a wolf would be really useful. Woof. That's send, right. send it out on all of your. Send your, out your a wolf platforms. to all, all of the uh, the Avengers. Right. That's yeah. right. They get it on their, their <laughs> smartphone, their Facebook, their Twitter, their Instagram, their you, fax machine. Apparently, and, their and dot we're, matrix we're listing all the places where you can follow this podcast. You yes. can follow us on the dot matrix, matrix printer. Dot matrix printer. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow us on MySpace, on Zenga, can, on LiveJournal. You and next week, out, you can print out the the uh, transcript on your dot matrix printer. I know we have a lot of older listeners. I want to make sure you know how to get to us. So you have to open up Alta Vista on your Windows, <laughs> right? Next make sure game. you open that up and make sure you you connect to the internet, right? Make sure you have the phone hung up first. Right? Are you you've sure. got mail? Are you worried that you're going to miss another podcast? Well, make sure you purchase your Bantha Milk beeper. <laughs> That's right. Every <laughs> every time there's a new episode, we'll beep at you. Just like Cucaracha. It'll, it'll it could be the Star Wars theme, but like Cucaracha's more. You'll festive, get three eights that'll show up on your on your beeper, and that's they're actually bees. That's BBB right. for, for Bantha, Bantha Milk, Bothman, Broth- Bolio, whatever <laughs> so, our name is. Sounds like are. a law firm now. <laughs> or eight bees for BB-8. For right? BB-8, there you <laughs> go. Yes. There we go. Um, what, what trope were we talking about? We weren't. I, I'd we, say another trope that we we referred to earlier was the, um, you know, it's a, it's more of a Western trope, but we've seen it an, enough now, is that uh, looking out into the sunset, yeah. the multiple yeah, sunsets. Yeah, the horizon. Yeah, yes. I mean, we saw it, you know, it, it kind of kicked off uh, the 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 start of star wars in, in episode uh four, four i guess and yeah. now we we saw it at the very end of episode nine um we saw I, it a bunch of places we saw it at the end of episode three yep right when obi-wan brings luke to tatooine we definitely got the the force theme while we looked upon the thing uh we saw it at the end of episode two when luke or anakin and padme got married we had a little bit of that yep. shot oh yes um yeah that is that is sort of a cliche even, even yeah, in the mandalorian when they did uh chapter Five, I guess the one where they were on Tatooine was right. all they 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 really overdid the but, wide shot. But we talked that about well. that on our on yeah. our podcast too. That like that was that was probably the most Easter eggy episode, episode. of the oh, entire yeah, uh, season. Yeah. That was like the one where they were like, "Hey, we're on Tatooine. We're going to show y'all. We're going to show you Tatooine. Tatooine. Yeah, you know we're I mean? going to make sure you know that and we're on Tatooine. That. I didn't mind. I definitely it. didn't mind. No, that. I didn't mind it. I don't think I mind that shot because it almost is all. It is almost always accompanied by the Force theme by John Williams, which right? is beautiful. Which is, and the, I think, one the of the best pieces mm-hmm. of music composed for yeah. Star or for for movies. Honestly, it's just so beautiful that that like lone French horn theme. Yeah, you know, like ah, it's just so great. I've I've got one that it might not be considered a trope per se, but you know, we talked about Porgs. We mentioned Ewoks. Um, you know, I think there is a tendency within Star Wars, unfortunately, to make more money. Uh, you need to throw in a cute, uh, marketable uh, character alien species that is going to sell in terms of merchandise. Yeah, well, that I mean, that's been since well, episode four, absolutely. which was an episode four at the time. Which, since then, that has been their huge driving force is merchandising. You because can make a lot of money, and I understand because it. George at the outset said, "Sure, I'll take a less percentage, but I get all merchandising." Yeah, and, he and which was great made because. Bank. Before that, there wasn't 
yeah that wasn't a thing like yeah that. So, i mean just looking around bantha milk headquarters here at least 10 percent <laughs> of of mr lucas's gross income from merchandising has come from that's from, right from, from this, this facility room. this yeah. very room right There's here a lot of a we lot got, of merchandising yeah we got the room. slave one lego out there is yeah. that what that is you're yeah. welcome george yes, we got a lot of bobbleheads we Bobble got yoda heads. darth vader's christmas over there we got hess trucks they need a hess truck millennium falcon there you go that's the next one I'll buy it I but would yeah. buy that tomorrow. So in terms of seeing all these these like cute and cuddly characters, every time a new one pops up, I go, yeah, yeah, I yep. understand what you're doing here. Did we have a cute, cuddly one in Rise of Skywalker? I don't know if it was necessarily for the kids, but... Well, um, what about the, yeah, the, the little spaceship guy, the little... <laughs> Oh, Babu Frick. Babu yeah, Frick. Babu yeah, Frick. Babu Frick. Babu Frick is some something that it's not going to play to the kids, but it's going to play to us. Yeah, um, I like yeah, Babu and, Frick. You know, we're, you know, when they come out with Babu, Babu Frick's, uh, you know, little uh, character figurine. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, people are going to want Babu it. Frick. Yep. But, but Babu, Frick's, Babu Frick's downfall was Baby, Baby Yoda, Yoda, the yeah. child. They released because, him too close together. Babu because, Frick would have been huge. He yeah. would have been huge, but but Yoda, Baby Yoda, the child, is like, hold my beer. Yeah, like, that's right. Like, hold no. my bantha milk. Yeah, hold my bantha milk. <laughs> exactly. Like, so, yeah, that's that's, that's one of my tropes is anytime I see that, it kind of pulls me out a little bit because I know I know the reasoning behind right. it. Sure. Yeah, you're like, oh, he's so cute. The kids are going to buy this. Yep. Yeah. Uh, 100%. Another one. This isn't exactly a trope, but this is something that Louie brought up that I think is something I think that that's good to talk about is the almost incestuous universe that is Star Wars in that everything seems to tie in to these same couple of characters. Right. All the time. You know what I mean? Right. And and when you think about a galaxy, I a mean, think galaxy, about this planet. Yes. There's a lot of players on this planet, mm-hmm. right? You know, we got a lot of big figures. Then you multiply that to a known galaxy that has multiple systems with inhabitable humans on it. Yep. Right. And somehow it always seems to come back to house Palpatine, house Skywalker, yes. house solo. You know what I mean? We've got these, yep. these almost, almost star Wars royalty families that like seem. And on one hand, I understand like we, it'd be nice to get like other perspectives of this universe. And I think that's a little bit of what the Mandalorian's trying to do. Right. On the other hand, I see like, we got into these movies because we we were interested in these characters. It sure. wasn't necessarily the galaxy that got me into Star Wars. It was Luke Skywalker that got me into Star Wars. You know what I mean? And the Skywalker family and the fact that there was this interesting – and it's the same thing when you think about like – and I talk about it a lot on this podcast is Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones and Star Wars are my, my, my biggest fandoms. I love them. And I think all the time, would a Game of Thrones story – about one of the small folk, right? Be interesting, mm-hmm. uh, I, and it yes. wouldn't, no, unless that small folk somehow raised himself up and, and turned met into a big, folk. like all yeah. of these big characters. Yeah. That, because these are the characters that like got us into the world. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? Definitely. And so I think it's the same thing with Star Wars. Where yeah, I would love to hear some other things, but I got into it for Luke. Yeah. I got into it for Han, and I want to know more about the things that make Luke interesting and that make right. Han interesting. And oh yeah. Darth Vader is Luke's dad. Tell me more about his back, you know? And so I understand yeah. that, but I think now is a great time for them to take that and bounce off to other things with like, it now that they're done with this saga. I, I've thought similar things where I'm like, oh, I wonder what that guy in the background story is. Right. You know? And it being Star Wars, he probably has one. He probably, he probably has, has a backstory is, on Wikipedia. There, on Wikipedia, there's a story there somewhere about there's that There's three guy. different versions of his story. That's actually. right. <laughs> Canon, <laughs> Legends, and then, you know, like a uh, Lego. Version. Yeah, Lego, Lego version, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I when I'm thinking about um, these characters and, and that, that sort of criticism, you, you heard a lot. One of the things I'm not, I'm, I'm with you, Nick. I'm not worried about focusing on these characters. 
what I get a little bit more concerned about uh, and, and kind of annoys me every now and then is that uh, the events that have to take place uh, in order for the storyline to progress, um, those events seem to happen so coincidentally close to where those characters happen to be. Like, right. They're like always in Lando just happened to be at that festival. You yeah. know, there's yeah. a whole and, galaxy. You know, I know that happens once every how, however many 42 years. Yeah, yeah. However many years, 42 <laughs> and years. And I bring, I bring up the term deus ex machina on this podcast a lot. Yep. And in case you don't know what that means, that is, that is when something happens that just so happens to miraculously save the day. Yeah. Right. And that's almost another Star Wars trope is this deus ex machina mm-hmm. is like, hey, we're all going to die. Oh, here comes the Millennium Falcon. He's oh, going to shoot Darth Vader, I guess. Right at that you know exact I mean? Right at the exact right just time. Just shows up, right? As, you know what I mean? Oh, right uh, Luke's, Luke's hand is air. chopped off. Oh, I mean, I guess I'm going to just drop off the bottom of this giant space station into my death. And oh, wait, here comes the Millennium Falcon because right light underneath. Or, like, even better than that, uh, there's one antenna. Right, exactly. At the bottom he just of happens to hole. go into the right chute. Right, that goes that right down the is. right antenna. At yeah. The very, yeah, again, so that's, that's almost a Star Wars trope in and of itself. This idea that the force is almost you can chalk it up to the force right yeah, anything yeah. almost so can we go back to that 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 part of the end of <laughs> of empire he's falling falling through the sky and i remember as a child being like oh no this is it he's dead and then he just miraculously falls into that tube which has a cover that Opens up right at that moment. So, is there a motion sensor that <laughs> and, and someone so, installed? And why? Why? <laughs> what is the motion why? sensor for? And where is it? Why is it just dropping that into the emptiness of? Yeah, right. I of mean, it's Bespin. Of, yeah. So, yeah. is Bespin? I guess Bespin's a, is Bespin a system or a planet? Because Cloud City's on a planet, presumably. It's a planet. So, right. what is it yeah. falling into? But, right. but. Where it falls, like say it's like, oh, it's a kind of a trash chute. Okay. <laughs> right. So that it falls fall into the antenna. the antenna. Right. So that's really bad trash, engineering. <laughs> all the trash going down would break that antenna. Smash into yes. the antenna. Smash that antenna. So why? You know right. what it is? Why? It's imperial bureaucracy. Oh, it is. Right. It's all yes. the red tape that comes along mm-hmm. with being a part of the empire. Indeed. And all the like the, you have the permits the you have to get right here. And yeah. the, the zoning permits on uh, where yeah. the antenna has to be, you know. And it just so happened it lined up perfectly for Luke that he was able to stop himself from falling using the force and grab onto that antenna. Thank goodness. Yep. Yep. Or else episode and six the, would have been really boring. And the Millennium Falcon knew exactly where to go. To Again, that can be chalked up. up uh, like 90% of the Deus Ex Machina in this can be chalked up to the force. Yes. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, True. how did that happen? The force. Oh, the okay. force. Oh, okay. That's and, fine. And, and, that's that's fine. Reason, and then, and then we're fine with it. All right. Yeah. All right. Sure. Oh, oh I buy that. Okay. Can I? That's cool. And this is something that I was also thinking of when I was trying to think about these tropes. Um, there are certain things that's, that seemingly disappeared, like anti-tropes. Okay. Um, like specific uh, force powers, like speed. Right. right. Yes. Why has no one picked that up? Like, yeah. you see, yeah. you know, it wasn't necessarily something you saw in the original trilogy, but you saw it in the prequels. I was like, whoa, these guys can move at like supersonic speed. Sure. Shouldn't it be pretty darn easy to defeat people if you can run 10 times as fast as them and just like just disappear from the, the shot? Yeah. Like automatically, like you can just get around everybody and just kill somebody. Like there is also the the workaround of like when you have like two Jedi fighting, it's like, well, why don't you just use the force? Right. But there's, there's in like the books, they mention like, Oh, one of the first things that you learn as a Jedi or a Sith is to encapsulate yourself in this force cocoon so that you negate any force powers that the other person might try and act upon you during a battle. Right. Right. And so it does seem like as more media is put out, they're thinking about these, these like things that someone might think they're like, Nope, this is, 
This is why. Again, so the force. George, the force. My, my good friend George had this idea. Good old he George, George up, Lucas. George Lucas. He wrote up this little script. That's a name drop. Didn't think that you know people were going to overanalyze everything. Just hey, look, it's a, it's a, it's a space drama. It's fun. Whatever. Just enjoy it. And then people were like, "This show is so awesome." But why? And he he wasn't expecting the but why. He just wanted people to just go. This was great. Yeah. And now that people are saying but why, you're like. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Why? And, then and, like, and that's when he sells uh, to Disney. Yeah. Hey, here's give me five billion dollars, and then I don't have to worry about the but why anymore. And they said okay, and so there you go. And now it's Disney's problem. And now that's it's Disney's right. problem. <laughs> and as we've seen with recent Disney uh, adventures, <laughs> you don't they, need to answer the. But they don't why. need to answer but why. As <laughs> why? As they're making because billions. Because the mouse says so. Because we mouse said so. Oh. <laughs> Oh boy. Uh, do you have any, I, I want to move on. So we talk a little bit about clone wars. Do you have any of the tropes that you wanted to mention? I had a couple, but I think those, it's a good list of tropes. We got That's a, good a good list, one, right? So if you don't know already, you should know. Now the clone wars is coming back. Yeah. There's a lot of star Wars media out there. That is not the movies. Right. And I, I feel like 90% of star Wars fans out there get their star Wars stuff basically just from the movies. And if you are, you're missing out. Have you watched Clone Wars? See, you know, this is something like I I wouldn't say I'm a a casual uh, Disney fan. Um, I'd say I'm Disney a Disney fan. I well, Star Wars, fan. Star Wars, <laughs> Disney and well, Star you know, Wars, Disney. Both. Let's both. let's start in the both category. Okay. But in terms of Star Wars, um, I didn't grow up with the not to use a negative term, but the obsessive nature that maybe you guys did. I did. Um, I'm not, so, it's not, a, not taking it any sense of way. I've I've built up my fandom uh, over time and. It's just been recently that I've gotten into everything outside the cinematic uh, universe okay. and, and started to take that stuff in. So, yeah, I'll definitely say in terms of, uh, you know, Clone Wars and other uh, series like that, it is so much fun once you, you know, fully dive into the movies to say, yes. all right, what else is out there? Because you'll sit there all the time and go, oh. Oh, 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 yeah. oh, that's what that means. <laughs> I, I saw that. I know what that I means. know what that means. Yeah. Oh, boy. By the way, uh, I'm pretty sure at some point this stopped streaming. I just restarted the live stream. I don't know where it cut out, um, but if you're watching us on YouTube, you might have just missed a big portion of our uh, our whole banter. So maybe you should go check us out on your local podcast streaming <laughs> service, podcast right? Streaming like service. Stitcher or Spotify or Apple Podcasts yep, or Google Podcasts, you know. Go check us out. But I did just restart the stream. Great. Yep. Perfect. Anyway, um, so Clone Wars is... When's it coming out? So the new season, season comes out, I think, next month. And right? this No, one? the end of this month. End Fender, of this month. February no 21st. Yes. Great. February 21st. So I know the last season was supposed to be the last season, but is this This is built the last, the last, season. last season? So the yeah. last season wasn't necessarily supposed to be the last season. Because if you watch the Clone Wars, when you get to the very end, you go, oh. It's right. done. So yeah. season yeah. five ended on sci-fi or whatever. Was it sci-fi or Cartoon Network? I think it was Cartoon, Cartoon Network. Cartoon Network. And then was there like a half season? Season six was only like eight episodes or something on Netflix apparently is what, okay. I, what I read. I could be wrong with I that. I think that's right. Okay. So there was like there was like a, a mini season on Netflix only. Um, and now I guess when Disney got the rights to Star Wars, they, they told Netflix, you're done. That's yeah. enough of that. Yep. We're going to take over. So now they're doing the seventh season, which is supposed to wrap everything up yeah. and also include the uh, Siege of Mandalore. Yes, which is if you're if you're huge, listening to this podcast, huge, odds yeah. are you're interested in the Mandalorian uh, arc. Yeah. Right. Um, so if you haven't watched Clone Wars, you need to. It's great. It's, uh, we've mentioned several times on this podcast. It's hard to get into. And even still, when I rewatch, it's difficult for me. Uh, 
I think Google's going to be your best friend because if you Google like necessary arcs in Clone Wars, there's a couple of storylines that are really important to the Star Wars universe that you can kind of like focus on. So here's, w- here's an assignment for for our our listeners here. There it is. Go and see if you can find a list somewhere. You know, there's always the list of like the order to watch Star Wars. Right. Like, yes. Find a list somewhere of the episodes of Clone Wars that you need to watch mm-hmm. to better understand the Star Wars universe. Because, you know, all of it plays in and, and it's understandable. But, of course, the, the show is marketed for kids. Oh, yeah. So there's a lot of, like, kind of cute, cuddly little adventures. That, yeah, that there's, happens. like, the droid. There's every now and then you get, like, a, a episode that's specifically, like, R2 and C-3PO's adventures. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it almost seems like, I, I get it, but... Yeah, but, not yeah. necessary. But then yeah. all of a sudden, like, you know, and, and you kind of zone out for a little bit. And then suddenly you get back into this episode and you go, this is so vital. Yeah. Right. So you're, you're learning so, about the history of the Sith or you're learning about the history of Mandalore or you're right. you're learning new things about like backstory. Like, again, there's so many things you miss that like, for yeah. example, you're watching Solo. Yeah. You're like, this is a great movie. Man, uh, Amelia Clark, she was Daenerys, but she sure can uh, fight with a vibro blade. Yep. And then all of a sudden there's Darth Maul and you go, what happened in this world? Yeah. Don't, you when, don't know. When are we going to get that? Unless you get Clone Wars. Yeah. Right. right. When are we going to get that cinematic version? I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I was so I like more Darth Maul. I wasn't a huge solo fan. I thought it was really enjoyable to watch. It wasn't something that I'm going to sit down and watch like tons and tons of times. I'll watch oh, it a I've couple seen times. it at least five times. But, you know, that last sequence there, Darth Maul pops up, spoiler, um, <laughs> and you go, if you didn't see Whoa! It, <laughs> and, and, and I was freaking out in the theaters waiting for the next movie to be announced in, in that sort of in series. That, in and that it, series, yeah. It hasn't happened yet. Yeah. And again, it's even littler stuff than that. If you miss Clone Wars, you miss that First of all, it's not even Darth Maul anymore. They just call him Maul, Maul right? Because yeah. Darth yeah, Maul, Darth is a title, yeah. right? In the Sith world. So he's just known as Maul. But so you missed out on that. Sure. Then he like reaches off to the side to like get his lightsaber to come to him. And it's an Inquisitor's lightsaber. What's an Inquisitor? I have right. no idea. Unless you watch some of these other shows. Yep. Right. Rebels. Because there's this rebel. Rebels inquisitors come in Inquisitors. in Rebels. Yeah. Huge right. In Rebels. And you find out in Rebels that Darth Maul had a whole thing with the Inquisitors. Mm-hmm. Right. So you're missing out on a lot of a lot of really interesting, some of the best storytelling has yes. been in the shows. Yep, and that absolutely. I think has to do with Dave Filoni and John Favreau. And and I think the problem is the fact that it's a cartoon. Yeah. And a lot of that, people are like, I'm not going to watch a cartoon. That was hard for me to get into. Like the, the animation started style. On cartoon Network, which also was like, eh, it's on Cartoon But it Network, also started as like a pen and paper mm-hmm. cartoon. Yeah. Right. And you can still find those, I think, on on online and they're okay, but I like the newer ones better. But it is jarring that new animation style. Um, but there's a lot of things that go into Clone Wars that that really lead into everything else. Um, but again, there's a new trailer out for season seven. Uh that again, it's this one season that's done. If you watched Clone Wars up until it ended on this really interesting arc about Yoda. And finding out about like the history of the Jedi and they run into Darth Bane, which is another really interesting thing. Um, but then it just ended. And like, honestly, when I was watching Clone Wars and it ended at this really awesome, it was like things were just getting amazing. Like, right. We, yeah. we learned about the history and the, the nature of the yeah, force and season. I, like you were talking all about, you know, the, the history of Mandalore and all that stuff. Right. And I, I never watched Clone Wars when it was on Cartoon Network, I watched Rebels and I watched uh, Resistance, which is out now, but I never watched Clone Wars. So now that it's on Disney Plus, I was like, okay, I'm going to go back and watch it. And like you were saying, season one was, in my opinion, for me, it was bad. Yeah, it was like, boring. I was boring. Yeah, it was a lot of like the little droid guys. They were in that all the time, and I'm like, I don't care. Like it, I want to get to some real good storytelling. So I finally found season five 
is when they have the whole Mandalorian saga. Yeah. And then they also have uh, like uh, Osaka, Osaka, mm-hmm. Ahsoka. 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 She has a whole big like three episode story about mm-hmm. her being uh, accused of murdering people and all this stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, so and I, I do so have like five is where you really need to start with that. Yeah. And then you can go backwards from that. And I do have a good just kind of a list of, of like things that you, like plot lines that are really important when it comes to Clone Wars. And uh, that uh, those are a couple of them. Right. First of all, Maul, just Maul's return. Right. Is very important for us to talk about. And oh, they're giving me the finger. Hey, we're back again. So. We've had a couple breaks this time. This has been an interesting episode. Very interesting. We've been having a lot of fun. Uh, this is one of our longer episodes. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to wrap it up here in just a minute. Chris just had to excuse himself for the facilities. <laughs> I had to use the, the uh, back tube. You know, the back the tube. Back That's tube. right. He had to use the go. back <laughs> tube. Uh, you know, podcasting is is not for the faint of heart, especially when your podcast involves imbibing liquids. Um, and so Chris got a little crash course into what it is to sit and talk into a microphone while having to pee here. Um, so we're glad we're, we're glad you got to experience that, right? There was well, a lot of urgency in everything we were saying. I, <laughs> I understand. You didn't want to miss out on anything. No. But at the same time, his eyes were turning yellow. That's right. Like, um, so we do want to just finish up, finish up here with just some of the essential plot updates that you need from Clone Wars, right? Because sure. these really do inform a lot of the things. First of all, Maul's return. Not Darth Maul yes. anymore. Just Maul. Just Maul. He's back. His brother. He has a brother, right? right. His name is... Uh, savage oppress right he's another one of these and that's another big uh plot point from uh the clone wars is the night sisters right there's this whole uh they really get deep in the force in the clone wars and and talk about it more as like almost like a magic than like a like a like a spiritual thing and so they show that you can kind of access it different ways and these night sisters are like these witches right they they manipulate the force but in ways that are different than jedi or sith and almost like arcane sort of dark ways and uh which makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like if you are going to have some some strange force that you can access, it would make sense that you would go about it in different ways. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. And especially when you're a large galaxy, each galaxy is going to have their own way. And every time I see a different power, like in Rebels, there's we, we get a lot of views into different almost powers. And again, you can view them as different powers or you can view them as just the same power accessed different ways. Right, right, right. Uh, and I think that's kind of where we get with uh, – and the planet is called Dathomir. And if you've played the most recent uh, Jedi Fallen Order game, you actually go and visit uh, these Night Sisters on Dathomir. But uh, Maul's brother, Asa- uh, or Savage Opress, finds him and they become buddies and it's this whole thing. And they train under Palpatine. So you got to watch those ones. Uh, we have Asajj Ventress and the Night Sisters. Asajj was uh, one of Count Dooku's uh, apprentices. There's a lot of sub apprentices going on in True. in the Sith category. Yes. You know, we got like Darth Vader who has his sub apprentices. Like everyone, like everyone's trying to backstab everyone. Though. Nick, That's kind of the Sith way. Remind me of this in so in Episode Nine, we get to the concept of there's there has to be a balance in the Force. There's right. the, the 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 dark and light side. And do they refer to him at as the the diodes or, or what was I, they what said was the a dyad it's a dyad, dyad in the force yeah and didn't we have a reference to that in clone wars i don't know i'd have to do a little more digging i think there was there was one planet that they visit where they they basically said these are the these two people these the the these two siblings oh well so i know exactly and that's another thing i wanted to mention in here that's one of the last things and it is the father the daughter and the son there you go right oh, so yeah. they they go to mortis mortis is the yep. is the planet they go to 
Um, and there's these three beings that are like the supreme force, the beings, embodiment, the embodiment of, of, of the, the force, different right? aspects of the force. So you have the father who's like the embodiment of balance, right? He's like a little, a mixture of both and he kind of leads the pack. And then you have the daughter who is like the embodiment of the light side of the force. And I think her, like, she has like the spirit animal that's like a bird. And then you have the son who's the embodiment of the dark side and he's like a an ugly twisted bat sort of thing, but they all have like these humanoid forms. And, uh, that's another plot that you need to check out. It's like. Obi-Wan and Anakin get stranded on this planet. I think Ahsoka's there too. And yep. they, they talk a lot about the prophecy of the chosen one. They kind of foreshadow his fall to the dark side and his becoming Darth Vader. Um, but they, I think they do like a memory wipe of him before he leaves that, that planet. So I don't think they remember Mortis. Yeah. But for, for me as an, uh, you know, somebody watching it, that particular episode throughout the entire Clone Wars series was the most important for me. Sure. Because it justified so many things that even happened in this last movie that we just yeah. saw, where I, th I thought, okay, the, the whole term of balance, is that something that actually needs to exist? Does balance in the Force ever have to be a, a thing that that we need, or can there be the, the dark side wins out or the light side wins out? Right. Is balance necessary? And what episode? is balance? Yeah. Because when, when they said, oh, this is the guy who will bring balance to the force, what people thought that meant was he's going to kill the emperor. There's going to be yeah. no more bad and everything's going right, to be Right, but nice that doesn't sound like balance. No, that's not balance. balance. Right. That's all one-sided then. It's very interesting. Yeah. It's a, it's something that... Love that episode. Yeah, it's, and it's actually like, I think it's maybe five or six. Like It's a pretty big arc. Um, but that was definitely one of those ones that you need to check out. If you're listening to this podcast, you already like Mandalorians. You need to check out the Pre Vizsla and the Mandalorian, the Death Watch slash uh, yeah. Dark Saber episodes. And that's yep. all that in, starts that's, in season that's five, season right? Five, yeah. That also leaks into a lot into Rebels. Yes. Right. And so you need to check that out. Uh, Ahsoka Tano is a very important character in Star Wars that most people don't know about because Ahsoka was Anakin's. Padawan, Padawan, yes, right, and most people don't know that he had a Padawan until you watch Clone Wars. Uh, and again, a lot of the stuff that people are annoyed about in episodes two and three are are rectified by the Clone Wars and the stuff that happens. Because there's this whole big thing where we get to episode three and Anakin's all of a sudden he turns to the dark side like that, right? It's just this big switch, yeah. and it does kind of seem like that until you see this six season long like turn where like things happen to him. He's, he encounters these terrible things and you can see why he turns. And Ahsoka is part of that because he has this, this Padawan that he, he loves, he loves this Padawan and this Padawan is framed for something. And long story short, it becomes a whole big thing. I don't want to spoil too much here, but it's even the lead up to that. Uh, you know, you get to see Anakin's frustrations with the orders of the Jedi council. You get mm -hmm. to yeah. see his frustrations with the way the war is going. Mm -hmm. And, and you understand now, um, and this is what's so fascinating about that show, is that here's this kid show, and it's looking at things through a political lens. Oh, yeah. yes. Very so, much you're, so you're sitting there and you're like, whoa, this, like, this is something that you could change the setting in it. And it's like almost like a Sorkian West Wing type thing where you understand there is no perfect way to go about this. And yeah. no matter what, somebody's going to get pretty annoyed at some point or other because they don't feel like it's the best way forward. Yep. And even, even going back into your favorite character, um, he really is manipulating everything during the Clone Wars. Yeah, TV oh, and you series. see it. That's right. And you, and you do get to see it, does give you another glimpse into just how powerful he is. Yeah. Like, you get a couple scenes where he is fighting, like straight up fighting Darth Maul and uh, Savage Oppress. And mm -hmm. like it's two on one, and he's just like having fun. And he's having yeah. fun. He's like giggling yeah. about it and laughing. And he's like, whatever, yo. That's all in, in season five because mm -hmm. I was just watching it actually today. And I'm watching the lightsaber battles and they're so amazing. They are. And you're like, oh, this can only be done yep. in a cartoon mm -hmm. because they're so good. So fast. Everything is so fast. Like if humans tried to reenact it, it's too fast. But at one point I thought that those Mandalorian fights were a thing that I'd only see 
in in the cartoon. In the cartoon, yeah. and then we see it in and we in see the it in live action now. Yeah. So I'm thinking like I'm really because. I mean, that's another trope that I didn't get around to talking about is lightsaber battles. Right. I love lightsaber battles. Mm-hmm. The more acrobatic and the more yeah. more like impressive, the better. You Which is I mean? why my son hated episode of course. four. Well, episode four, was, we've talked about that. Yeah. Episode four was a terrible lightsaber. It was a terrible you can talk about I love episode yeah. four. It was just silly. Was touch yeah. sticks. Right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> ding, ding. And it was like and you see like the, the terrible one. CGI on yeah. it too. Well, it wasn't even CGI at the time. It was just like scratch and color. Yep. Um so you need to know about Ahsoka. Um the the other big one is just they they go really deep into the clones perspective. Yeah, you know what I mean. We we get to yep. know certain mm-hmm. clones like really personally fives and Rex. Uh, and Rex. Yeah, um, is Rex the one or is who's the other one? There's one who turns out was actually at the Battle of Endor because they make there's this whole arc about Order sixty six mm-hmm. yes. and how it gets like prematurely triggered in one of the clones and they find out there's this like chip that was implanted in their heads. Right. And so there's a couple of them that actually managed to pry that out uh, surgically. Um, and we get a lot of like that whole, like you get a, aside from just the order 66 thing, you get the clone perspective of what is it is to be a clone. Am I a real person? Yes. Do am I, I in, am I in control? Am I in control? Am I in control? Yeah. And, and I have to follow the rules even though, like some of them, they're like, ah, I know I shouldn't be doing this, but I'm a clone. I have to do this. Isn't right. That, there's, there's one episode that deals with the, they find the one clone who has broken free. Of, oh yeah. He's of, living his own life. Like on a planet. His own life. Like he just, found a wife. Just he's got a kid. Just having his own, farming. Just doing some stuff. Some yeah. Agriculture. And, and yeah. That, that leads into rebels as well. Because in rebels, Rex is there and there's two other clones in rebels. I think there's two other clones and you can see like, this is after the clone wars are done and everything like that. And you can, you can feel their pain and their anguish and whatever. And you can see like where they have evolved into at right. this point in time. So it is cool that, you know, clone wars did feed into that as well. And rebels did, did buy off. And, of that. and really the, those two animated series rebels and clone wars are the only times we really get to dive into the goings on of the day-to-day operations of the stormtroopers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the only other time we've seen it is actually in the Mandalorian. Yeah, with uh, <laughs> where it's with it's, our, our two boys yeah, just hanging out. Where yeah. It's kind of comedic until yeah. one of them decides to get a little bit rough with our our with, our, with the our child. Then yeah. it is no we are not longer nice. yes. comedic. Yes. Not at all. Not at all. So that was um, not the way. That was, that was not the way. <laughs> that was not, not the way. way. <laughs> you do not punch the child. That's, that is no, not that's the right. Way. So episode or chapter season seven is supposed to go into and also include some of... It's supposed uh, to go directly, directly into episode three. Into, into chapter, uh, like episode, like yeah. if you look at the models even, the model of Anakin, like it's it's the episode three model. He's got the longer hair, he's got the scar. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really is legitimately supposed to like at the very last episode of, of season seven is supposed to be like, here's episode three. Like right. I get the feeling that they're going to leave off on the ship. On the, on Anakin the and Sokoko will... Anakin and Ahsoka will probably be together on that ship or near like that ship where we uh, we rescue the Chancellor on episode three right. and they'll go their separate ways. Yeah. That's my guess, right? Because we know, again, spoiler alert, we know that Ahsoka's still alive after the Clone Wars, right? Um, so that's my assumption because they've, they've been pretty clear about this is leading directly in. And I like yeah. that they've been doing that. Like when Rogue One led directly. Oh, it was so four, good. It yeah. was so, so good. perfect. When when right. she's like handing him, she's putting the information into R2-D2 yeah. that you know is very next scene is oh, episode yeah. four. And there's R2-D2 with that information that was just put in there. It's yep. like perfect. Yeah, that's yeah, great, man. Uh, it's been a good episode. Well, man, this is a long episode. It's this might be our episode. longest episode yet. Yes. I think we're going to have to call it here because like Chris – 
I kind of have to use the bathroom now. Right. And you said drink has gone straight When the guy me. who's controlling the cameras has to go to the bathroom, you know that's when the show has to end. That's right. Um, well, we've had a good time. We're really glad to have Chris on. I'm sure we're going to have Chris on another Chance, time. thanks for having me. This yeah. has been yeah. a great experience. A good time. This was awesome. a great drink. By yeah. the end of this uh, episode, I would put that at an indoor land. Endor Lane. By yes. the end of the, the episode, end of the it, was, yes. it had crawled up to an Endor Lane. It worked its way all the way up. I agree. Which is 100%. one of the highest layers you can get. Yes, that's true. Know. For me, by the time I finished the drink and was at the end and had to use the bathroom so badly, <laughs> it was all the way down in Jar Jar territory. <laughs> oh, boy. It's like, this it was, was a bad idea. But again, we are going to keep coming at you uh, with more information. Again, it is really helpful for us in our new episodes because we love doing this. This is just sitting around talking about Star Wars. We hope you enjoy it too. It's very helpful for us if you tell us what do you want to hear? What do you want to talk about? any questions yeah. tell us your questions do you have anything that you want to shout out we'll give you a shout out uh you want to send us beer money that's fine too send us beer money us we like beer, beer money. money we like yeah. beer money but we are on instagram at bantha milk podcast we are on twitter at bantha milk we're on facebook at bantha milk podcast you can email us where at bantha milk podcast at gmail.com that's at right gmail. absolutely that's right. uh we like to hear from you we like to talk star and wars we're also going to start streaming and we're going to start streaming see. on youtube live so YouTube if you live, are so, yep. and it's going to zoom in it's on me every time i do that and i'm just going to Mug the camera. <laughs> there you go. Uh, but we have Chris here. Thanks for coming out, Chris. Thanks, Thanks for Chris. Me. Always yeah. a pleasure. Thank Make you. sure you, you check out that uh, that cabaret on Friday, Valentine's Day in Manahawk, New Jersey. Sunday. Sunday. This Sunday coming. I thought up. it was Friday. No, Friday is when you say, "Oops, I forgot to to get my my lady something." Right, I'll and then on Sunday you bring her to the cabaret so at, at the old Causeway in Manahawk, and then to the stack in Manahawk. But here we are, Bantha Milk headquarters. We had a great time. We love hanging with you, and I think it is fair to say that we have spoken. We have spoken. Say it. We've spoken. There it is. Uh, let's see. Play. <laughs>